oh my god they said so many things like you're perfect some you're of beautiful them, you look like linda evangelista you're a model everything about you is perfect did you stone those tights oh you're smiling they eat her up every single time she's on that damn stage she doesn't even she can walk out there in a diaper and they're like valentina your smile is beautiful We've seen it all before, so let's reload on a very special episode of shows that suck and shows that float. Buckle up, buttercup, it's a bumpy road. Going deep inside the mainframe, secret code. Some of this shit stinks, some of it's gold. Hello, <laughs> and welcome to a very special episode. The podcast in which we, we kind of do whatever we want. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Our basic Ooh. format is we talk about very special episodes of TV shows, but sometimes we talk about subjects that are very special to us. <laughs> this topic is something we've wanted to do for years. Yes. <laughs> and we finally made it happen. Oh, we'll be talking about the ninth season of RuPaul's Drag Race. Woo! RuPaul's We're, Drag Race. <laughs> <laughs> we are recording this on Saturday, June Nine. 10th, Ten. Um, the day after we found out who the top four are, uh, and we'll be posting it before we before find out what? who the winner is. So this is our quickest turnaround. Uh, it's almost like a live episode. It's almost like you're hanging out with Ryan, Terry, and I over mango mimosas and Quartered donuts on a Saturday. It's moment. almost like you're doing that. Um, if not, get something. You know, get a notch. It's like you're doing that with us, but we don't care about anything you have to say. And you can't touch us. <laughs> you can't touch us or say anything. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm your host this week, Ryan Alexander Tanner. With me in the studio is my best squirrel friend, Carolyn Maine, with the big old Michelle massage titties. <laughs> I'm not really. I have to really get them up an hour to do that move. They're just. I'm wearing a normal pony shirt. It's fine. And then uh, we have a very special guest this week. Yay. We had arranged for our guest to be Lady Gaga. Her people <laughs> called our people. There's a lot of red tape involved. We had to sign some NDAs. It was a really big deal. We but had... then we arranged this guest and we said, fuck off, Lady Gaga. Here's the greatest guest of all time. My name is Roxy Andrews, and I'm here to make it clear. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what, a, what did I say about Roxy Andrews? That she should have been left at the bus stop? <laughs> she should have got thrown under that bus. Oh, uh, we're going to talk about Roxy stop. Andrews from season six? I don't know. Season anyway. forever ago now. So that's season five. So Terry Blass, please We need please Terry for the numbers, because Ryan's always asking me the numbers, and I'm like, My name is 69. It's not Roxy Andrews. No. It's Terry Blass. Yeah. Hi. So Terry Blass has probably been on our show, including our previous incarnation, Say What the Bell Reviewed, more mm-hmm. times than anyone ever. <laughs> yeah, he's... I'm like unofficial third member. You're like our yeah. nephew that we yeah. need to pat out the show when one of our sitcom characters gets ugly or pregnant No, or I don't want to be like the <laughs> shitty kid you bring in. You're like if Cousin Oliver had no. saved the show. No. <laughs> if he was I, great if he was amazing yeah. if he was a webster and took it over no i'd like to say i'm more of like a kimmy gibbler yes yeah yeah I'm like That's good you know she's not in every episode but, <laughs> but she's there she you shines know. when she yeah. is you she know. brings yeah. it you need it it really shakes up the tanners they so, needed it 
We're going to just do a retrospective about the season and go off on lots of tangents. We're going to talk yeah. shit. Amazing. Um, we're going to just get into it. It's going to be beautiful. So I guess the first thing we should do is our usual uh, format is we're going to talk about our relationship with the show. So this is season nine now? Yeah. Yes. So Terry, what is your relationship with RuPaul's Drag Race? Well. Um, <laughs> that was a great pop. I, thank you. Mm-hmm. Way back as a little child, the first drag queen I ever saw, if you don't count, like, Bugs Bunny or Miss Viola Swamp from those, like, kids' books. Which we do, um, but your yeah, first intention was RuPaul. Oh. Um, in the Brady Bunch movie. Oh. As Mrs. Oh. Cummings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's like a sex name, too. Yeah. So it's perfect. Yeah. Um, she was Jan's high school counselor. Mm-hmm. And then also, in, around the same time, uh, Tu Wong Fu. Mm. And so I followed a little bit her, like, music and her VH1 talk show. So then cut to me in college when I find out that they're going to do a reality show. Um, this is me after watching like seven seasons of America's Next Top Model. Oh, exactly. You know, yeah. Like, I oh, cool. That's going to be like this for, yeah. for drag queens. Yeah. yeah. I went from betting on Top Model to betting on Drag Race. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so like the first season premiered and I don't know how. I didn't really, maybe I had cable, but like I watched it. I, I watched the whole first season. Were you in a dorm? Um, no. I, no, I never lived in a dorm. Oh. I don't do that. I didn't do that. That would be cute. Um. But I did have a lot of friends over Just a from bunch school. Of dudes? To, Were no. you in a room with a bunch of dudes? No, relaxing? it was like more like a bunch of girls. That's um, even better. And uh, yeah, I watched the whole first season, and that's when I started drawing Drag Race stuff too. <gasps> okay, you started yeah. drawing right at the beginning. Um, because <laughs> I got super inspired by Angina. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so in the first season, there's like a big reveal about her, and it's really sad, yeah. and it's really moving. So then, like, I drew a picture of her and then sent it to her on MySpace. Oh, oh wow. Oh, or this like, social the, media. the internet, like, abandoned amusement park. <laughs> yeah. It's fun um, to go back there. You ever go poke at stuff? No. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so then I just started drawing it and watching every season. So and Angina was your first muse. She was my first muse, okay. yes. Um, beautiful. And then I, you know, over the years have kept in touch with her, done like her t-shirts and stuff and it's turned into me doing like half of my career Mm -hmm. is comics and the other half is like drag race stuff and doing drag con and all that. So Yeah, yeah, we're all cartoonists is another coincidental. Yeah, tink, tink, tink. Clinky tank. We'll we'll clink our uh, very cheap drinks together. Um, Hey, they're mid-level drinks. (laughs) We're getting older now. We've reached our way up to mid-level. So you are, what would you, you, I saw you at DragCon. You went to DragCon. I went to DragCon, we'll talk about Both that too. Both of these people have seen the Queen's IRL and yeah. paid the $700 to look at RuPaul and No, you only need to pay like 25 bucks to see Queens come here during Pride. That's true. So, and it's Pride right now? Yeah, like next, no, it's uh, Fleet week this right next now. weekend, yeah. And like, then Fleet Week's going to ski All the sailors Friday. leave and all the drag queens come to town. And all the seamen washes yeah. ashore. Yeah, or leaves like, ashore. And then, and then they have to scrub the decks. Poop decks. But about, what are we saying about DragCon? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm just interested in your sort of... Because yeah. you're a comic book artist. We're all comic book artists. Yeah. And, and you're a cartoonist. And Tara's then, like a professional drag queen artist as well. Well, because you say I was seen, a professional drag queen. <laughs> I would love to see Not you. Yet. You seem pretty like associated on an official level with Super, DragCon yeah. and stuff at this point, right? Um... I mean, I guess. I've done it every year. Didn't they just have your art up in Times Square to promote That wasn't for DragCon. That was for another show called FlameCon, which is like a queer convention in New York. And that's happening a few weeks before DragCon. I've done that one uh, once. Um, But that's a fairly new show, too. But yeah, I've done like DragCon all three years. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, 
just exhibited with my artwork. I saw it grow from like there being maybe four artists there to now like at least 12 or 13, which doesn't sound like a lot, but, um, I mean, most of the booths at DragCon are like wigs, shoes, jewelry. Or the queens themselves. uh, Yeah, like selling their own merchandise. And, I mean, I do really well at DragCon because it's full of a bunch of young people wanting to get an autograph from their favorite queen, so they're buying like artwork from me as opposed to like a $100 wig. Right. Right. Yeah, but DragCon's really fun. They, they've just now announced DragCon New York. Uh-huh. Um, so they're going to be doing this show bi-coastally? Bi- I don't know. Ooh, How do you say bi- that? Bi-coastal curious. Um, so I'll be doing that in September. Ooh. September 9th, my day of birth. Uh, and you've got a marriage coming out, too. That is half the reason I'm doing DragCon, because Scott and I are flying out to New York so that his grandmother, who lives in Pennsylvania, can be there. Aww. And that will be the weekend <laughs> that... Beat her. Beat her face. Get her in the you drag look. No, she's going to she's gonna marry us. Um, and then dress her like in a like wig as big as her body. No, we're not getting married at DragCon. <laughs> do it. Um, do no, it. have to. That do weekend, it. we'll get married, and we'll do DragCon, and it'll be my birthday, and wow. it'll be fun. It'll be a good it's weekend. It's going to be a big, carry yeah. week. Mm-hmm. So, Carol, what's your relationship with Drag Race? Sorry, uh, not to. No, uh, yeah. Oh. I'm right. similar to Terry, just less fabulous and generic, you know? We have the actual gay guy and then the white woman who emulates gay guys. Oh, that's half of DragCon, <laughs> is white women that emulate gay guys. It's, it's drag. And half its fan base. Yeah, half. Yeah, women like women-based material. And the thing for me that I love the most about drag is just, like, Rue's most central quote. You're all more naked on the rest of mm. drag. And then seeing femininity, the feminist performed, just, like... Helps uh, you relax as like a woman because then you see it happen and you're like, okay, so yeah, you can put on makeup or you don't have to. Anybody can lean anyway, and then it's just it's validating about all the work about getting dressed up, mm. even though I don't even get dressed up very often. But it must be interesting seeing how like yeah. men interpret yes, femininity in absolutely. different ways. They're like so brazen. I think they're much less afraid of being raped. <laughs> oh. oh my god. <laughs> big one you know and it's kind of similar to a pageant like because i remember being like a young woman and kind of dressing hoochie because i was influenced on tv 10 percent. did you have big hoop earrings no i've never hoochie hoop earrings my ears kick earrings out like when i'm sitting there still like my ears flick them out carol i want to tell you that i do have pierced ears that song you ain't nothing but a hoochie mama (laughs) yeah you're much more than a hoochie Thank mama. Thank you. More than a hoochie. You're not just a hood rat, hood rat, hoochie mama. More than a hood rat to me. I think, I think we have to come up with your drag name during this podcast. Oh, yeah. it's going to be like... Option one is hoochie hood rat. Cunnilingus mm. taint monger. Okay. <laughs> it's got to be like Comfetti Studios is usually... It's got to roll off the tongue. Yeah, yeah. So do you have anything else to say about Oh, yeah. So drag <laughs> is amazing because it's this really kind of flamboyant, masculine, aggro interpretation of femme performance. So it's like so many sheets behind the curtain and it's just layers and layers and it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I love seeing all the artistic standpoints Mm -hmm. that come. It's like very inspiring, like Terry said, to watch all the amazing runways and just like fashion can blow your mind. I hate how much work fashion is, so I love Uh watching other people do do it. it. Yeah. 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 I'm sitting on my ass drinking mimosa, having a great time. And I... Started getting into Drag Race toward the beginning. I think they had them on Netflix, and I just wandered in, and I was mm. watching it while I was drawing, and I was spending more and more time getting diverted entirely to the, yeah. to the show. Yeah. yeah, it's a devotion show. 
And then it it's was an event show, like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. event watching, watch with friends, and Ryan and I have been fellow fans for years. Yeah, betting against each other yeah. and doing pies, and it's fun to get aggro about that. Yeah, yeah. Carol's really uh, a sore winner, but uh-huh. that won't be an issue. And I this win year. a lot. Uh, <laughs> it could be, and I overcame my stumbles with my queens. We'll get there, but also just um, so I was watching it, and then my boyfriend was sleeping, trying not to watch it in the same room, and then he just turned over and he was like. I can't believe they did that to Chad Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> and he's been on the right, too. And, you know, not just a co-opt gay culture, but as a bunch of straight, hetero, cis, boring nerds, it's been really amazing to get to see this form of art. That's a good segue over to me. Yeah. <laughs> I I'd be interested right. in that, too, because I'm like, I'm a straight white guy, and I watch Drag Race all I know right. plenty of straight white guys that do. Yay. Yeah, well, is there any, like, sense of ownership, like, that, like, if you have Drag Con, and if there's a bunch of straight white guys there, are you kind of like, do you have any sort of feeling of, like, this is my show? Do you want to bully them? Do you want to bully? Yeah. Bully. Um, it depends on whether or not they've just purchased my artwork. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> For four dollars, you can have my permission to love this show. Yeah, I don't care. I mean, like one of my best friends is a straight white guy. He watches it, and yeah. he had a really great comment about how he feels that Drag Race, like the reason he likes it, is because as opposed to other reality shows, it generates more creativity and more yes. art. Yeah, so, like people will take clips from the show and make music, or yeah. you know, all the artists that do drag con, or all the kids that are inspired and start yeah. doing fashion, like. It does that more than, like, Top Model would, or, like, mm-hmm. yeah. the Top Model inspires you to, like, pose in front of the mirror. Like, right. I don't know well, what, you know? They That's... ask so much out of their queens in Drag Race. Like, they have to be able to rap. Sing, and yeah. dance, and makeup. So, and... That's my problem with this season, but we'll get into it later. Okay. Yeah, because my stand... I mean, I've been watching it since season... The second season. And I've seen parts of the first season. I think that's one of the best seasons, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I agree. The second season... Juju! Yeah. (laughs) I love her. And Raven. Raven. Yep. Raven, who still is one of the greatest. Mm -hmm. So I was introduced to the show in the second season, and I was like, I'll check it out. I like... I don't watch a lot of reality TV, but Mm, I I feel like if you're susceptible to any reality TV, what happened to me immediately when I was introduced to Drag Race is I was like, this is everything that's great about reality TV. Mm-hmm. Like, all together, they do... It's a competition. Uh, they have to lip-sync battle at the end. Well, it's There's basically... There's all these elements. It, personalities. Because the personalities on this show are, like, probably the greatest ever in all of reality mm-hmm. television. Seriously. And um, the other thing, too, is the vibe of the show, where it's always sort of positive. Even like that, there's a top four this time. It makes you feel good. That yeah. it's all about kind of recognizing people. It's got all the, like, it's got to a degree the vanity, or I don't want to say the shallowness of reality TV, because it does go deeper a lot, but it also has those uh, tropes of reality TV that make it sort of compelling, or they show you everything three times, or they yeah. show you a misleading clip of what you're about to see to make you think certain things, or they focus on people's reactionary stuff. Which Um, is every show's right, you know, like how Mad Men used to do their next promo, where it was just like all these takes, boom, boom, Oh, yeah. Um, Oh, and you can't tell how real it is, which I want to talk about more later. But I just think it's the most fucking entertaining show on television, and it has been for years and years. That's my stance. And I think it's the only reality TV show I watch. And my mom, I have a relationship with my mom over the show, too. Like, when it's on, I we talk, like, every week on the phone about the show and go over our speculations <laughs> and stuff. Cute. So that's kind of nice. Um, 
in terms of RuPaul, I remember when the Supermodel music video came out when oh. I was like 10 and being really confused. Sexually about your bone. <laughs> <laughs> and I've come to terms with it. Yeah, really. that's good. That's a man's journey. Well, I one hope. thing that was interesting about like the early 90s when I was a kid is you didn't know the difference. I... I listened to my, I took my nieces to DragCon this year, and I yeah. listened to them try to explain to Who's their dad, my brother, on the phone, what and, I'm about to describe right now, because he doesn't yeah. get it in this year, but I didn't know in 1992, what's the difference between uh, transsexual and Transvestite, drag drag, like any You just don't know. And there so, weren't that many words in common use yet. Yes, and RuPaul is a very convincing woman, Jet is the other thing. So I knew that RuPaul gorgeous. wasn't born physically a woman, but I wasn't clear for, I think, a long time whether RuPaul was a man who dressed as a woman or was someone or like who had, had a sex change. Yeah, exactly. or any, yeah. yeah. But I remember being sort of intrigued by that. And then RuPaul would just show up and stuff. Like her, yeah. she's in Crooklyn, which is one of my favorite movies. And like her scenes in Crooklyn. Or so, when I met RuPaul, that was like if I could have asked her to do a quote, that's like the quote from Crooklyn would have been my favorite. What you talking about? I ain't no puta. I ain't no puta. Like, what Oh you my god! Did you get to sit on RuPaul's lap like Santa Claus? I did not. I'll tell you about how I met yeah. RuPaul. I want to hear about it. Okay, we'll save it. There's not much to hear, but um, <laughs> I'll tell you anyway. And uh, <laughs> but I just remember RuPaul being like a cool presence, so I was very yeah. familiar with RuPaul when the show started. And I really love the identity RuPaul has cultivated as sort of like a guru or something, as a like, like the Zen master. Yeah. Like yes. I want to draw RuPaul as like a. Like the Dalai Lama, like bald head, like, you know. <laughs> Just a real transcendent presence yeah. and stuff, you she know. She really makes me feel how Oprah used to make yep. me yeah. feel. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that you guys act like, how deep have you gone on Oprah? Not, I, I Oh, understand Oprah said Oprah. once, you have to teach people how to treat you. Yes. And I was like, yes, yes. bitch. My face melted at that moment. Yeah. It's beautiful. Oprah and Rue, just to go into where I came in on Rue to a moment, too, like a... Oprah is so huge, and she had all those inspiring Zen notes that she would just drop. And of course, sometimes she was commercialistic too. Yeah, she gotta get paid. And then RuPaul, as if RuPaul doesn't I drop know. sponsorships. Right. Come on, to her because she works it on a whole other level. Well, and that drag con is a now available. Racket. Oh, I'm, I'm sure that. they yeah. bring it all at every last drip of it. They're just printing money in the mm-hmm. back. Yeah. I definitely remember a summer I had as a younger teen when I was working at a theater so I could go see movies. Mm-hmm. And I watched But I'm a Cheerleader mm-hmm. and Tammy yeah. Faye Baker yeah. in the same year. Oh, yeah. And Rue is featured heavily in both of those, In and what, Out of what, what do you mean? Is Tammy Faye Baker a narrated, He narrates it. It's a documentary on Tammy Faye. Oh, okay. It's just called Tammy Faye Baker? Is it the eyes of Tammy yeah. Faye Baker? I yeah. think I've seen that. Yeah. yeah, It's really good. I saw that much um, later. It's, yeah. It gives her a really good portrayal how she's kind of like next to all that stupid religious money yeah. grabbing evil. Well, in that you could be... she's pretty good. You could present religious principles in a positive way and not do it in a right. way that excludes people or makes right. them... Yeah. No. And if you can't picture Tammy Faye at home, listener, she's the one with the spider mascara dripping down her face. Yeah. An old, oh, what are they, evangelist, money-grubbing TV personality, bad husband, the whole thing. So anyways, Rue was right there in this really interesting artistic coming-of-age mm-hmm. moment, and I just have followed her since, and she's always been amazing. And we have almost the same birthday. Oh. So think of her when you think of me, and imagine I was like... Eight feet tall, leggy, yeah. and, and you guys gorgeous. are the same age, right? No. You're, you're going to be 56 this year, Carol? <laughs> no. Um, one other thing I want to say about Drag Race before we get into the season, uh-huh. although you guys can say things too if you want, 
is that I really believe, like, this is a very special episode, and it came mm-hmm. out of Say by the Bell Reviewed, which we did together, yeah. Carol. And, and the, Terry. When t- Terry was a freaking guest. And that Say by the Bell Reviewed, I believe, would not have happened if you and I hadn't become drag That's race true. buddies. You were bandying about the idea for a podcast. Yes, uh, at the time we were watching, Drag and that was when we started hanging out like on the regular. Yeah, as we started watching weekly. Drag Race together. Yeah, and then we got into that huge workload of that first podcast right. every week. What a great! But we would talk about stuff there. we were doing, and I showed mm-hmm. you Full House reviewed, and you started reading it, and then yeah, I caught we up started... in like one month with your whole Full House yeah. reviewed. But then great. it just clicked in my brain because I was like, "Who should do this show with me?" And it was like, "Oh, fucking Carol should do it," you know. And then, but I really think you know that regular. Um, Meeting Contact, having something to commune over, break bread. So why didn't you start a drag race podcast? Well, we're doing well, it right now. Yeah, because Ryan is <laughs> season been ten in coming up. You guys should review with, every episode. Oh, oh my god, Ryan's been in love with Save by the Bell. That was like the thing you I wanted to Saved do. I love Save by the Bell too. Right? I, I mean, obviously. Right. right. <laughs> also, I think the quick turnaround of doing it weekly. Also, people probably already doing it and better. Like Johnny McGovern would just run us in the ground. If we <laughs> There's so much drag. Competition. Do you listen to the library, the BuzzFeed? Drag Race no. podcast. No. It's pretty good. No. It's pretty good. And they have exit interviews with the queens, too. So oh, yeah. you're welcome for plugging you, BuzzFeed, like you needed. I know. You're welcome, BuzzFeed. This episode brought to you by BuzzFeed. So, put them in your feed and buzz it. So, this is season nine. What I have uh-huh. written is a rundown of the order the queens went home in. That's a good way to go through this. So yeah. That's maybe how we'll. Well, do you have overall thoughts about season nine? Just before we get into yeah, it. Yeah, I mentioned a little bit earlier, and we didn't really get into it, that I feel like it's not one of the greatest seasons. Well, and so we all agree, was it season seven? Yeah, the won? worst. That was Violet Chachi. Violet Chachi. I had to ask because I can't remember her name. Season seven sucked. It was bad. I enjoyed watching it. Like, it was worth watching. It's, it's always Season fun seven, it, like, I, the way I think of it is, like, it's not a great season, but it has mm-hmm. some of the greatest queens. It had Katya. It had Trixie. Like, mm. there were some really great queens on that Milk. season. Milk was that? No, Milk was season six. six. I've had a really hard time now that there's been so yeah. many seasons knowing who was in what they season. They blend together. Yeah. Really Just hard. ask me. Well, Terry would be on the sports numbers of the night. I never pretend but, to like the numbers. But season seven, there was just, it was, I think it was lacking in the queens. Like, there was, one thing Drag Race does to me is there mm-hmm. are queens that you can't tell them apart. And uh, is that racist that, or sexist or something? No, okay, no it's good, just like their good. style is similar. Yeah. I know we have to clear it, right? Well, season, they all look alike to me. For se- season six, season seven, season eight, half of the Meet the Queens videos are like, "Well, I'm inspired by Beyonce. I'm inspired by Lady Gaga. Like all of them, <laughs> yeah. all of them, all of them. You know." Yeah. So without jumping too far ahead, that's why I was so hyped about Valentina because her inspirations oh, were like God. telenovelas, Maria Felix, yeah. like things that like people. Could learn about. Oh my god! Anyway, but however, but no, we got it. We we can't go there yet. Just to prepare you, we're gonna talk about Valentina for fucking forever. We've been holding it in. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. we've been holding Um, it in for you, dear. We're doing this podcast because we need to talk about these issues, right? (laughs) But season this season. Well, okay. First of all, I think season seven for me, the reason it was so. Blase. Blase was because it was the first season Blase that off. really tried to break the format of the show to see if it would work, and oh, it didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and a is friend that of mine. And Tuck started being bad too? Yes. A friend of is mine. Is that when it started getting bad? Yes. Because we're going to talk about that it too. Just hurts. That's when Untucked became this like shitty YouTube like, starts with black and white horror yeah. movie music. Like a maudlin. Shit. 
like, oh, it's so behind the scenes. I don't care if it's behind the scenes. Put them in the Interior Illusions Lounge, give them a pink box, surprise them with shit, make them fight. Like, I would rather... All those ugly men when beige who are, like, PAs. Like, I hate seeing that. I would rather they spent four minutes of untucked plugging products casually Mm -hmm. as integrated into the show to pay for it than that it was, like grainy, slow, black and white footage of yeah. the hallway while sad music right. plays. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck happened on Tuck. It used to be... I don't even watch it anymore. Uh, it's not that I, good. I do watch it because I, you get some really great moments still that yeah. I think helped. So I came around on a few of the queens and learned mm-hmm. about which ones I really hated yeah. on Untucked this yeah. season. Yeah, yeah. But going back to season seven... A friend of mine who'd never really seen Drag Race uh-huh. started watching it during season seven. Yeah. And in that first episode, it's a fashion runway show. Yeah. And every other season is like a photo shoot, like a fun yeah, photo shoot. And they right. were like, is this all the show is? Is just like drag queens like walking up and down the uh-huh. runway? Because after that challenge, then they have to come out on the runway. And I another, so, do yeah. miss you know, that photo shoot. And they didn't do a lot of the same yeah. like challenges and things. So yeah. it just felt like a weird season. It was just, lacking. This, like they fired somebody who used to do good work for them. Didn't right. they? I probably, probably. Like, my issue with this season it, I, that's my dream job I have two dream jobs <laughs> is challenge writer for Drag Race which wow. we'll get into later you and did. the person who writes RuPaul's puns that she oh, says yeah. oh. I started making them up for Disney characters and it's too good I'm like can we have one yeah um, let's see like um, do you want an Ariel no, I don't have one for that yet. I That's have like um, Princess Jasmine. Yes. Your red slave realness took us to a whole new world and had us wishing for more. <laughs> Congratulations, you're the winner of this challenge. You know, like That's um, crazy. you just walk like, around with that. Yeah, you're doing like, your own um, work. Mulan, yeah. your decision to wear boy drag on the main stage did not bring honor to us all. Like you know, like, <laughs> shit like that. But like, anyway, but that's my dream job. So my problem with this season is their challenge writer. Whoever you are, I'm sorry, but they said, let's do an acting challenge every fucking week oh. and not make them make anything. That's oh, yeah, true. they don't Where were the sewing challenges? Yeah. That's true. Like, there was, like, never a sewing challenge. Like, ma- like, there was, but, like, not really. They didn't focus on it. It seems like, too, before, yeah. if you were in the workroom and you said, I don't know how to sew, you were fucked, and that was it. And now people don't know how to sew, and they get very far, yeah. I think. Yeah. They used to be more influenced by a project but runway. But I, I liked, yeah, I liked seeing challenges yeah. Where, yeah. where you saw them create stuff. Yeah. Instead of just like acting shitty skits the whole thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, it seems like it's more about performance now and yeah. about your performance mm-hmm. persona well, and your stage presence my, than it is about making My shit. theory is that now when a queen gets on Drag Race, they recognize that what they wear is also a commercial for a designer who will make shit for them oh. yeah. after Drag Race. Yeah. So now queens don't even need to know or learn to know how to sew. Because they just okay. have people make shit for them. Oh, I think so, too. That's the life, baby. Yeah, I think I know. I can't wait till someone makes all my clothes for me. Um, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> it's never, maybe. It's never gonna happen. Well, maybe for uh, me. <laughs> for you, maybe, but for yeah. me, it's just like I. I'm I, a great I'm body designers. It's short and weird, but you can work it. <laughs> just letting you know. I think that. Oh, now I lost my train. Of I know because the main train was choo, choo, choo. delicious mimosas. Um. Yeah, their challenges are strange. Yeah. Do you want to hear my idea for next season's makeup challenge? Yes. Yes, please. Why have they not had, like, 
14 to 16 year old gay boys who get bullied at school. Oh my god! Come yeah. in and get paired with the queen because they want a drag mom. They want to do drag. First, Jesus they Christ. have to cover up the black eyes and then. Aw, Carol, they can like, like, yeah. but, but imagine, like, imagine them doing a their makeup eye. and, like, one of the kids talking about, like, yes. how they get me fun of and the drag queen giving them, like, those, you're never going to see those fuckers again. Yeah. Like, you know, who cares? Like, graduate yeah. high school and move. Wow. Like, that would be the best challenge. That's great, too. It would be amazing. And then they Go to prom. I don't care what they do after They're that. I just want to see the makeover. Each other's butts at prom. Ooh, I want to say two sure. things. Yeah. One thing is, I think um, what I was going to say about that is, I think too, there's an awareness if you're on the show, like long term, the success. Mm-hmm. I think winning the show isn't your best pathway to being the most successful queen on this show. I think that's been proven. Terry's and even if really you, yeah, Terry, Terry felt me That's on another that. reason why I think this season sucked, but I'll get there. And mm-hmm. also, even top three. Because I know from DragCon, who I saw have absolutely by far the most fans, and was the hardest to get to, that I witnessed, was Alyssa Edwards. And Trixie. And Trixie the, 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 year, the, the first year I did it, you couldn't even get to Trixie. Yeah. Pearl, Alyssa... Or um, this year, Valentina. Like Valentina you even, was. You don't even, Jesus need, to, you don't even need to win. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I think now well, this Valentino, you didn't know right at that time. But but now I think all these queens want is just to get on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at least make it like three or four episodes in, because then you're guaranteed like more of a career. You're and I think that's why in. now, yeah, that's like, how many how many like, since this season were just like, oh, I'm gonna stand in the same spot, not do anything, and I don't care because you're just like, ready. Yeah, I was like waiting I think for they somebody to do a flip. And we it's didn't almost have any of those like secret gymnasts this time. It's all, well, Trinity did a roll flip, and so did that's right. Like, anyway, that's um, right. Thank you. But uh, I think it's just a like Raven said something in a podcast or in a in one of maybe one of the review things, whatever, uh-huh. about how like it, she feels it's likely the queen's wanting to save face. It's like, oh well, I didn't really, I didn't care. Oh, interesting. You know, like to in, to not look like they, but like who cares? I would rather somebody be like, I'm gonna. Fucking kill this lip. Yeah, go out like a I'm fucking murder him. Yeah. The hardest thing to do is to have commitment with performance and acting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least for me, because I'm from Portland and I naturally sound sarcastic. Uh-huh. <laughs> Everything I say. Yeah. So it's really hard just to like take off all your armor and go out there and that's well, and to what... perform in such a way mm-hmm. where if someone shits on it, you go, "Well, I was doing well." Where right. you have to actually go, "No, I gave it my all." Yeah. I and cared I didn't succeed. and you right. didn't yeah. like mm-hmm. it. Yeah, which hurts the most, mm-hmm. but also it's the most cleansing artistic fight. So, the ones who really walk through there are the ones who kind of end up being, like, the ones you just, like, your heart beats for. Like, Alyssa Milano. She was Mm -hmm. the last (gasps) Can she be a guest judge? Yeah, let's get her. Has she not been a guest judge? I don't think so. They kind of are mad at her since she whisked out of All Stars. Alyssa Milano did? Am I saying the wrong girl? I don't know. Who's the one who didn't do All Stars? Adore? Delano? They're a little different. They're a little different. They're all together. It's one giant Cronenberg drag queen. (laughs) And I pull one out. But if Adore Delano wants to cover, like, there's a time for love and a time Time for hate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Alyssa Milano did. It's a brand new life around the bend. Yeah. No, we don't need to sing that. I wanted to meet the most at DragCon (laughs) of all the queens ever who I wanted to meet and get a picture with was Latrice Royale. Latrice! Yeah! That line was too long. But what was cool about DragCon is that if you were like, fuck it, I don't have time to wait in that line, it was pretty easy to just go stand 
10 feet away from the queen and just look at them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally, because like, they're out on the show floor, which yeah. is a huge difference from, like, Comic-Cons that we do, because mm-hmm. they kind of keep the, you know, like, the talent the, guests the or the celebrity yeah. guests, like, in another area that which you have to pay to get Paul. to. Yeah. Which, well, yeah, she had her booth turned away, and you couldn't even take a picture of her, if you you know. Well, and you didn't know, like, you didn't I know she was there nieces. if you walked by. <laughs> I took my nieces, and that was what I spent our, too much money on. Was our listeners may remember some of your nieces from the Save by the Bell spaghetti sauce yeah. episode. Layla was on an it's episode. She's 12 now. So my nieces are 10 She's and really 12, and I took them to DragCon this year. You're a good uncle. Thank you. I try. Um, it was really funny, too, taking them around, because what ended up happening is we sat in line for six hours <laughs> to get our picture taken with RuPaul. Did you oh, get bored? Yes, and so because we, I thought it was going to take an hour. It took six hours, and that's like a whole six? day. Yeah, it took literally six hours. I talked to you. We came in and saw you. Yeah, but I just didn't remember that. I don't think I heard from you how long it took. Yeah, well, and you would have these breaks where you'd go, okay, now we're not moving for two hours. So then I would try to tell the nieces like, you guys can go do your shit, and I'll hold the spot. And you'd you know? go hustle Terry um, for anecdotes. And so, well, and that prevented us from... You know, bring a book. Bring a, pic- <laughs> bring a picnic. Buy my book and read it, Ben. Well, I was like, if I paid $60 to meet RuPaul... $60. I'm not also going to have to wait for six hours. Yeah. Like, come on, you know? Uh, it was one of those things, if they had just given you a fucking number and had a board with, not like, the DMV, I would have <laughs> had ten times more fun at DragCon. Yeah. But I literally sat in line. I, like, we became, like, a little village of people, me and the other Did people Did you make who were, friends? Yeah. Were we you told- there to make friends? <laughs> I wasn't. But was we were, RuPaul's like, best friend race? It became Oh, that, that's yeah. my other pitch for a show. Yes. RuPaul's best friend race, hosted by LaShawn Beyond, who quoted that, right? She's yes. the host, and she asks gay best friends... To travel amazing race style around the world. Oh RuPaul's best friend race. And at every stop, RuPaul comes up on the screen and gives you your challenge. I love Brilliant. it. RuPaul's, I want it. And then the quote would be, this is RuPaul's, RuPaul's best friend race. I love it. I want it to be like a little low stakes, high stakes. So most of it are like roadside attractions. Yeah. Like balls of twine. Oh, that'd be amazing. Like who cares? Weird drag But imagine the drama of... around since 1961. Like, like a shed. Historical yeah. gay moments. Places. LaShawn Beyond probably has the most influence of anyone who got eliminated in the first yeah. episode. Like, she, she didn't get eliminated in the first, did she? No. Maybe the like second, second or whatever. Yeah, yeah. that was the most because we're gonna run down the list. I don't fucking remember. I want to talk about, about Jiggly Caliente. Yeah, I do. I couldn't pick Kamora Black out of a police lineup, but LaShawn <laughs> Beyond with that quote—that's the one off. That was w- absolutely one of the greatest quotes ever in the history yeah. of the series. It defines a lot, and she should be on your show, and that should be a show. And I want to say about RuPaul at Drag Race that it's like. That or a drag con that that's Disneyland and you are meeting Mickey oh, yeah. fucking Mouse. Like I praise how iconic well, is her vision and you, how much she's made. She you don't have to pay shade. to meet Mickey Mouse other than your entrance <laughs> fee. <laughs> to the- that's not really Mickey Mouse. If I'd gone for free, <laughs> someone really <laughs> be like, I better be meeting Walt Disney's frozen head. <laughs> yeah. if, if someone making six dollars an hour had a big old yeah. wooden RuPaul head on. That's I'm not what a big the future excited. will hold. That will be Dollywood. Do you want to? Do you want to go through? Well, sure. before we do that, but what are your overall thoughts on the season, Carol? Um, oh, yeah. It's been pretty good. I don't know. Uh, there, it's been a surprise, right? Mm-hmm. We'll get to it, but yeah. I 
what I thought would happen didn't mm-hmm. happen. We bet on the queens yep. every year. I lost one that I was surprised by. And then my competitor lost one that I was very surprised by. Yeah, so by. Carol and I and whoever else has been watching, usually Aaron. Yeah, our spouses. Carol's spouses, yeah. Also Rachel. Um, Rachel this year, my spouse. Um, uh-huh. We're all getting um, used to everybody. I know. New dogs. But we do the I bet. We each pick three queens, but yeah. we don't get any overlap. Right, so we, we go around and you roll for first pick yep. and then last oh, pick Oh, wow. Yeah, we roll yeah. dice for picking That's how order. we used to do America's Top Model. Interesting. And it's really nice to carry it over. I got first pick this yeah. year. And I almost picked Valentina. Yeah. Rachel had second. And mm-hmm. I knew she wanted Valentina. And yeah. I had a feeling in my gut. I picked Nina Bonina. Uh-huh. Keep in mind, we pick on like after the second. And episode. she won like the first yeah. thing. Yeah. Like, and came and, on yeah. strong. But, it so, is about the early game vision of who has the hardest brand. Basically. So when we get to top four, we'll say who has who. But, um, so do you have any other thoughts on the season? Uh, it's been a surprise. Yeah. Uh, I picked last, so I got two picks, so that's a slight bonus, and I went with, um, uh, Trinity. Yeah. Was my first. She had already won a challenge. She's very strong, very put together. Then I got the big girl who went down on a knee. Oh, Eureka. Oh, Eureka. <laughs> Urethra Franklin. And she Urethra. Really Urethra. Strong. Yeah. It was a great stream out of her. She needed to fucking go home. She's she, going to come back next season. She was rude. Yeah. She, of course she was rude. Yeah. All the big girls are always very rude. Yeah, you except for Latrice. She's the, the only one. Latrice, right? yeah, and Latrice you still should have won in my you heart. You think all the yeah. lunch would like chill them out. No, lunch always chills me out. Maybe it's glands. Just it's all their glands head that makes oh. them so thick. Is that what I Jesus, heard? Carol, I'm not touching this. You're reading them the house down head. right now. <laughs> so do you have any other feelings uh, about this season? It's been a good season. Uh, Terry's right about the failings, but it's going to take a lot to drag me away from Drag Race. Pun. Pun, right there. So, I'll say... Um, <laughs> I mean, I still watch it. It's not yeah. like I was I know. dragged away. It's not like we would leave. I would watch it if it was the worst. Yeah. I'd still Which, watch it. They're trying us with Untucked. I'm curious, because I feel like the show is more popular now than ever. It moved mm-hmm. to VH1. That's mm-hmm. a big thing. And so, viewership went up a lot, too, because yeah. of that. Because it's nine seasons in. Yep. Like, I'm curious. Is this thing going to go on for fucking forever? They're casting season 10 right now, yeah. and I heard rumors yeah. that they're contracted at least through season 14. I'm down. I got five more years on this show. Yeah, I don't know. care. How long. I um, thought they were I want RuPaul to come out on the runway with a walker. Uh. <laughs> like, season... 25. Although, that's another reason I want them to do that challenge with, like, the 16-year-old kids. Yeah, because then, like, back. four or five years in, they, they could come back and compete. Oh, oh my like, God. seven up. Yeah. Like, like what was the first time you did drag? Show. And they'd be like, bitch, you know. Well, and that would be a good <laughs> like, legacy for the show. Right. one thing I'm maybe getting sick of now is the the legacy of the show. Like, I hate on Snatch Game when you do someone from two seasons Yeah, that's ago. bullshit. Oh, that should never allow that anymore. Mm-hmm. I think next season it would throw a nice little wrench into it. If they don't tell them beforehand, but RuPaul says snatch game, they're like, "Yay!" And she's like, "And you can't do on the drag queen." Yeah, you know, yeah, like from this show. What if this... she picked a theme? Do you guys know who you would do on Snatch Race? Snatch, snatch Race. Snatch Race. RuPaul's snatch Race. Yeah. Yeah. that's her other show, and it's yeah. on right after this. Um, I might do. That was one of those questions. Yeah, do you know who you would do? Because here's who I would do. <laughs> I do know. We've thought about it. I mean, we evolved the professional viewers. I would probably do like. Roseanne Barr would be Ooh, really be fucking fun. Oh right? my god! Chicken shirt, fat oh, lazy, shirt, yeah. like in my colloquia in bloom. Can you do it a little bit? Dean, get out of the oven! No, after practice. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a friend dresser that was closer. Like Mr. Flesher. <laughs> now you have to do a friend dresser. 
That's already been done. Yeah. Do you but, know who you would do, Taryn? Yeah, who no, would you do? No, I, I mean, there's certain people that I think I'm surprised haven't been done. Like, yeah. like I was shocked that nobody did Liza until this year. Yes. Oh. Nobody's done Dolly Parton. Oh my Nobody's god! Nobody's done Judy Garland. Nobody's oh. done Elvira. Elvira. Well, you know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. plenty of people that could be done that, like, you would think that. Oh, I'd say Elvira has distinctive voice. Right. Yeah, Elvira's but she has big look. titties, distinctive yeah. look, and she's always got a dirty mind. So and, that's well, like and a spooky theme. Too. Yeah, yeah, dirty so spooky. Actually, to, Sharon Needles yeah. maybe did Elvira all the way to the bank. <laughs> maybe that whole season. Carol yeah. and I went and saw Sharon Needles perform. That was pretty amazing. Yeah, it was good. I just don't like that venue. <laughs> yeah, we saw it out of Dante's and crowded, pointy, yeah. obnoxious. So I will give my opinion about the season. Yeah, what do you think, Ryan? I think the season's been fucking great. Mm. I get people where they're coming from. I fully disagree that it's on the lower end of quality of season because I agree about are you the coming challenges. for me right now. Are you coming? I'm gonna you come are being for you, Terry. Let me put my shades on. Terry thinks that he's <laughs> so great, but he actually no, I can't do it. Um, Why did you turn into um um? You know that one black actor always plays God? Morgan Freeman. That's, yeah. that's a Snatch Game character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Full black-faced Morgan Freeman. I was doing like a nasal voice. I, don't know I heard Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Well, I don't know what to say about that. The Shawshank Redemption. No, but I agree about the challenges. Although I like the acting challenges. Some of them have been fucking... Like the cheerleading challenge in the second episode, oh. I thought was Dumb. fucking great. Dumb. Why? Oh. What was the point of it? Just to like Back have... them. They had to do gymnastics. I don't, because... I don't want to see them do gymnastics. I don't care. Because My girl it broke was... her knee on that one. Yeah. It was an impressive performance where you're like, fuck. Because this one, like, when they, now that we have the top four, the top four performance, you're like, these motherfuckers are superstars. They did a really good job of making you watch them and go, these are fucking talented performers. I can do a good cartwheel. I agree, though, I would like more, um, sewing. Base challenge, or yeah. when they used to have to always do like three how outfits. fun was it? Like make this outfit based mm-hmm. off this TV show. Yeah, no, those like are those cool. are good. But as opposed to like, let's do a nine hundred two one zero parody that has nothing to do with nine hundred two one zero and uh, is a total comedy yeah. skit. Like it's here's bad. why I fucking love this season though, and rank it very high. Is that for the last bunch of years? I think season two was the last. Oh one yeah, that didn't happen. So the last bunch of years, you get about five episodes in, and you go, oh, Bianca's gonna win. Or you go, I think Sharon is going to win. And it's been fucking obvious forever. And there's always someone you hate who makes it really far. There's always a bitch in the top three. Usually, usually, yeah. Top three is always who you know for sure is going to win. And someone who you're like, they might win, but I know they're not actually. And then someone who you fucking hate their guts and they're never going to win in a million years. (laughs) And it's been, in that sense, very formulaic. Okay, so I believe if Valentina was still in the top three, which I saw coming a long time ago... Um, we would just be like, "Oh, cool, Valentina's gonna win," and we would all agree right now in the pot. You know what I mean? Like there was like that with Bianca. So it was like that with Bob the drag queen. But did Bob you really think queen. that with Pearl, Ginger, and Violet, you were like, "Oh, Violet's gonna win"? Yeah, that was yeah. kind of an off well, season. But I did have Violet. Yes, on my bet, won well, a pie that year. I don't Great hate that year. she won. Great I think pie. that it was a really smart move on RuPaul's part. Why to would you say part- that? Because she's really young, and yeah. she was the first winner that's like, I don't label myself, I'm genderqueer, I'm this and oh. that, whatever. And uh, Tumblr millennials are going to love that, they're going to yeah. relate to her. Yeah. And she's a young fashion queen, that yeah. they, and they've never had anybody like that win. And so she yeah. had a huge fan base of young people that I think RuPaul knew would expand her brand. I think they're very good at knowing what people are reacting to. And changing well, the show to suit like that okay, they, that's know, like, why when I Ronda chose one. It was like this is the type of queen who yes. should win now, and it's like that a lot. I think. Why do you think I put Peppermint in the top three? Because 
Because she's trans? Yeah. RuPaul gets so much shit yeah. for hating trans people or saying bad shit about trans people, I which isn't talk true. About that a little bit. Uh, and so I was like, oh, it, she'll put a trans woman in the yeah. top three so that people will go mm-hmm. for fucking back. Can I say something about. First, I no. say okay. that. Do you need my permission? Fine. No, I don't I care. Permission. <laughs> say whatever Ru you want. has been getting smarter and smarter mm-hmm. about using Twitter and mm-hmm. all the social media to build her RuPaul conglomerate, yeah. which I love. So every season, I'm not too surprised that this one ended with the top four because that's more voting. Yeah, voting hashtagging. Amorous. Yeah, we're out there tweeting a, ha- a storm. Who I think it has less to do for? with RuPaul and more to do with the producers of the show yeah. telling her what to do. Yeah, they're probably RuPaul's the boss now. RuPaul, RuPaul, if you listen to her podcast, doesn't remember anyone's name. So, <gasps> oh, really? Yeah, On she's like, show? yeah, she's like, I this like two or three years ago, she was like, you know, Michelle, like that one, that one, the one girl. Well, all about the weed, and she I was mean, like Laganja, and she's yeah. like, yeah, she's like, honey, that was like five months ago. Well, RuPaul doesn't remember anything. I'm like, I'm a teacher, and I feel like it's the same thing. I don't remember my fucking students' names. Yeah. Every once in a while, I run into someone at the grocery store that I was their teacher, and I don't know their fucking name. Yeah, but you would probably remember their name a couple months after, no, especially having seen their work and you liked their work. Yeah, but if they were just fine, if they were mid range among the two hundred students I've I had guess. in the last ten years, you wouldn't remember. I think that's fine. But yeah, I'm, I'm a RuPaul type. Can myself. I just say though? Then I've, I've gotten permission. I think I <laughs> my belief and my interpretation from what I have taken the time to read. So I don't believe that RuPaul is transphobic at all. No, no I, think I don't RuPaul either. RuPaul is 55 years old. Exactly. And that if you tell someone who's 55 who's fought for causes and gone through all this shit at that age. Now you need to change your language, and the language is changing. That's a person who does have what I would say an earned privilege to go. Right. You know what? Fuck it, dude. I say what I say. Don't tell me what to call someone. And so I think there's been a crossover in language. I agree yeah. with that because a few yeah. generations ago, people had to fight to be able to say I am gay. Yeah. And now that you, they don't have to fight for that anymore, yeah. kids are like, "Oh, I don't want to label myself. Yeah. I don't want to say. You know, I don't want to say that about myself." Yeah. And so, like, there's a big difference there. Well, and yeah. I think like. Um, the ways, like if RuPaul uses the term tranny, like I think it was used differently 20 years ago than it is now. Or well, that, the, my problem with that, okay, we're getting into some deep shit. Yeah. Don't come for me, trans people. I love uh, you. You're great. But the whole point with that is that RuPaul was saying the term tranny was never applied to transgender. Uh-huh. It was applied to transvestite. Yeah. And they are not the same thing. Yeah. Absolutely. And so the trans, uh, she's, RuPaul said, a fringe group you know, small group of trans people mm-hmm. decided to feel that it was something that was being said about them and that yeah. it was offensive, uh-huh. but it never had anything to do with them. Yeah. And Calpurnia Adams, who's a well-known transgender activist and performer, and she's really great. She went on Johnny McGovern's Hey Queen and said uh-huh. the same thing. She's like, that, she's like, that's bullshit. She's mm-hmm. like, I'm trans and that's not what, she's like, learn your history first. Yeah. And so, like, that's why I... I mean, obviously RuPaul's not... Like, RuPaul has launched the career of several transgender women, and you yeah. think, yeah. That, like, is she really the person you need to come after oh, right yeah. now? Yeah, it's crazy. Pat Noswell, I think, has a bit about it, where just, like, yeah, Ru is the trailblazer, and she Does he really? Words. Yeah. Because I just listened Some to a bunch of his it. albums, like, his older albums, because yeah. I remember loving them, and they are so homophobic. Oh, uh, no, that hurts. He says fag, like, it's going out of style. Um, yes, and oh, he's like, that's well, so gay, and that's so faggy, and whatever. So I was like, what? I love it. Not be read as queer in the '90s, probably when he was a tiny baby. Have uh, you seen him? No, I love him, but I was just like surprised. I was like, I don't yeah. remember it being like that anyway. Tangent. And that's the same thing with misogyny or any kind of like dark secret. And you just hear it in old comedy. And 
comedy especially, where RuPaul lives, the pun is king. Like, girl, uh-huh. you got she-man. Yeah. yeah. Was the one that got her into the hot water. Yeah. And it's because it's a joke on the word male, which is a homonym, right? Email. A joke on well, email. It's about, it's, like, gender, yeah, kind of messing gender with gender. it's gender and it's a pun. And, you know. and as a comedian type of person myself, who pun is king, I worship... People call it wordplay. I call it foreplay. That's where I go to get down and dirty. Really important. It's great. But if you're that kind of Scorpio slave to the joke, you're going to step on toes because there's a lot of rearranging continents right now. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, I'm for all the inclusion that we can have. But right now in politics, it's like, well, we kind of need to uh, keep from dying first. Yeah, it's an interesting moment. You can only reinvent a word like once every five years and expect your grandpa to get it or expect your dad to get it. You know, it's fluid and we're learning. But uh, some people have to go first with the joke because it's a trailblazing thing. RuPaul has definitely cleared a path, cut down some vines, made some room, and that doesn't mean she's without critique. just means that we have to, like, remember she's on our side. Well, and I think one thing we don't talk about culturally is we're not a culture that respects people who are older than us. Oh, well, because fuck old people. Right, and so even, <laughs> and how fast things move, even when you're in your 50s now, you can be really uh, yeah. retrograde in your yeah. use of language or whatever. We wanted to put old people out to drift sooner and sooner on those well, melting polar ice caps. Make them adhere to our language. And yeah. Well, like, sometimes I think it's about recognizing the intention that someone truly has rather than their precise phrasing yes. or the way that they, right. you know. Yes. Like, like, I felt for a while that a family members were say- or calling my partner, like, your friend. How's your friend? And I was like, it's so offensive. You can say boyfriend. You can say partner. But I also realized that, you like... You can say dick buddy. Right. But I realized that, like, <laughs> other people other people who have gay families or families oh. that are, like, supportive of the fact yeah. that they're gay, like, yeah. and have older family members, they still say friend because it's a generational thing. Yeah. It's not, like, an offensive, you know, yeah. like, you just say that because you don't want to imply that they're together or like mm-hmm. if you just met this person yeah. or whatever it's just like a generational thing that used yeah. to happen it's is like to, oh is this your friend or how, tell me about your friend yeah, or whatever friend. yeah you just can't say boyfriend and it's you know it's not the most insulting thing in the world it's not 100% woke we all try but I think you know sometimes you have to pass 80% woke 95% woke and be like okay we'll, well work on you and when they say friend it's not a, an angry or an offensive term and they're trying to express interest and caring in yeah. your relationship yeah. you know so they're doing what they can so maybe it's not ideal but it's also not worth getting pissed about is that something right fair? And when they say friend, are they miming like the dick in front of their yeah, mouth? Yeah, do they do your You're friend? A Every friend? time. Every yeah, time. And it comes your, your friend. friend. Every time. Your friend. <laughs> I'm the only one not making a <laughs> masturbating know. move right now. Why are you? It's so fun. I've got 100. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Watch out, bro. In order, the queens. First episode, <laughs> Cynthia Lee Fontaine came back. Oh, no one got That was my boyfriend's top pick. Yeah, what the fuck was he thinking? Cuckoo, bye bye. Cuckoo. Get out. How many times? Well, okay. <laughs> it just got to remember point. how inspired I was by that one gif of Cynthia Lee oh, Fontaine yeah. leaving last season, yeah. which was like, keep spreading your cuckoo. Like crying like a prom queen. It was amazing. Terry well, because RuPaul eyes. was like, keep over spreading it. your cuckoo, as the words. Yeah. Say. And Cynthia Lee's. So, with such <laughs> genuine feelings in her heart. Let me ask you a question. Like, yes. Let me ask like, you a question. I will. <laughs> Why was she brought back? Because of Why? her story. She had an Orlando story and she yeah. had a cancer story. And that's she the only reason she was brought back. 
I want to say two about she this season. She had more season. cuckoo left to spread. In this season. Big spread. One cuckoo thing country. that really blew my mind in this season <laughs> was the workroom sympathetic narratives. Because someone would be like, oh, and my mother had cancer and that's why I'm do drag. And someone would be like, oh, girl, good for you. I appreciate you. My mother had cancer and then she died of AIDS. Or the episode and- where everyone has an eating disorder. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my like- God. And it was done, like, in a really civil way. Like, it wasn't blatant upstaging. No one wants to be the bitch anymore. There were some sad story throwdowns. They're trying to, like, relate to each other and say, I know where you've been. But but they're also trying to get their fucking moment on the show. Exactly. You get big staying bonus points if you cry sincere, sympathetic tears in the first to ten episodes. If I was a drag queen... And I wanted to go on Drag Race. Yeah, I would be like, story? well, no, I'd be like, um, I was raised Mormon. I was a Mormon missionary. That's it, I'm a, that's I was it. a fat that's kid. Um, like, like all this shit. I'm like biracial, bicultural Mexican. Yeah. Grew up in Boise, Idaho. Like, I would say all yes. the crazy yes. shit about yeah. me just to be like, yeah. When you ask me in my, my Tic Tac lunch that we don't have anymore, how I'm oh, broken, yeah. like, I miss that. <sighs> yeah. Okay, another reason this season it. sucks. No, I'm kidding. They need to bring back the eating disorder jokes now that all the queens finally have eating disorders. Yeah. And that was when Lady Gaga was the guest, which was cool. It was yeah, amazing. she was fun. It felt like they've been driving toward this for a long yeah. time, so then for finally get there. I mean, she, did you see, so you didn't watch Untucked at all this season? I watched I one. watched it maybe twice. Did you watch the first one? I don't, so, so Untucked, in my opinion, sucks now. It does, pretty much. Yeah. There's a few moments here and there that are good. Well, and it's weird how it's all about editing. If they Here's how you take the same show and you edit it two ways, and it's amazing or it sucks. Right. But Lady Gaga budget. came in and gave them all a cr- personal critique. And they showed some yeah. of that in the mm-hmm. uh, this episode. Yeah, and they were good, too. They were like good, it was good information mm-hmm. that she gave. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Lady no. Gaga really went there at least and felt everybody's mm-hmm. spirit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, great to see you. I love how she star, got super right? emotional. Have yeah. you seen that meme that's like, find someone that looks at you the way Lady Gaga looks at old fashion she wore? Because <laughs> <laughs> she was like crying, like, oh, I wore this Alexander McQueen thing. Oh my God, look at I love Lady Gaga. I do too, yeah. it's fine, but... So then Kamora Black went home in the second one. No, you forgot James James the Mansfield. That's the first one to go. James Ma- Hey Shapeshifters. Oh, hey. you're right. I call her Discount Trixie. Yes. Yes. And my Ouch. niece got her picture taken with James. Because what we did is we waited for RuPaul. She had her booth hours. right by mine. Yeah. And then we just had a really fast like short lines. Like um, pretty rapid. And it went pretty well. That was what I was going to say too about going to Drag Race that was uh-huh. weird to me. Was because I had my nieces... And it was like, I felt, especially because I took them around the last hour and just tried to get them as many pictures of queens as they could get, you know? And they did pretty well. Um, but I felt like it really came off like I was their uncle who had no idea where I was. <laughs> or like, what, like you want to go to the drag show? Okay, I'll take you. Like, All you got to do is buy a t-shirt. Just buy like yeah. a... Well, I wasn't going to buy. I then, paid $120 for two photos of RuPaul. I was fucking... Whoa. Yeah. Um... But it was just funny to me because I was like, it, I felt like it didn't come across at all that I was a fan of the show. But you also like you prioritize what they wanted. But anyway, my one of my nieces really wanted a picture with James, so they got one. Wow, and the wow, line for wow. Pandora Box, there was not a line for Pandora Box. No, which really she surprised really me. Fell down on All Star. Pandora Box is one of my all time favorites. There's a photo of me oh, with Dave's Pandora face. Box. Oh, I'm not getting that. So, Jamie, <laughs> you'll say about James. Um. She did a performance at the premiere of Drag Race, this, like, the L.A. premiere. Mm-hmm. That was really good. Okay. And so it's interesting because I've heard from many people that she has a YouTube channel where she talks a lot about 
LGBT history cool. and things that like are really interesting. So I'm right. curious to watch that. I think that's yeah. really cool. But like, she just she just didn't know how to do her makeup. It just always looked bad. Uh, it never looked good. She didn't know how to pose in like the Meet the Queens pictures. Uh-huh. She's posing with a feather bow in front of her. You can't even see her body. Like I think she just needs a little more time, and she'll be uh-huh. amazing. But like yeah. I just the voice also kind of bugs me a little bit. She like, did a really fake, weird voice when like, she had my nieces. Hi, yeah. hey, how are you? Yeah. Like I hate it. Yeah. I don't like just like no. Um, we, um, but that's yeah. pretty much all I have to say. She didn't leave too much of an impression. It always I, sucks to be the first one who goes home. I feel like whenever they do the reunion and they have like the first four, you're like, yeah. I don't even have yeah. any yeah. memory who? in my life who? of ever looking at that person. And who's the tits? Oh, yeah, those tits. Yeah, it can, but I mean, good that she's got a YouTube show and she's doing yeah. her interest. Somebody's got to go home first. And in these competitions with this tremendous talent, it's a privilege to be there. And don't take yeah. it personally. God bless. I like look forward to more of your career. Yeah. And your name sounds funny. And then you you didn't land any jokes the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> so study humor. It's you can't just be especially if you're the, gonna wear like yeah. a Muppet outfit yeah. all the time. You can't do that and not be like weird and funny. Yeah. Like, and, and just because you're not pretty doesn't mean you're funny. It's Ooh. a whole different thing. Oh God damn! Just in general, I want everyone to know Terry's face. Wow, I'm stunned. So then, Tamora Black went home. So you said you don't remember her, but I'll tell you. Yes. <laughs> that she was the dumb one. She had because she needed an, a lesson on how to speak English from Cynthia Lee Fontaine. <laughs> She was it seemed like she was going to be a villain. Was she the? She one? was just dumb. She's like, I feel so brave for being on stage without my hip padding. Oh, oh that's who that was. The speech she, about the hip padding. She that, had the little monkey that she didn't like. That's right. Her. I don't and, do this. My ass is brave. I feel like Rue doesn't shit talk. Can you make this much. for me? Can you sell this for me? I'll pay you. Oh, but I feel like Rue doesn't make jokes at the Queen's expense hardly ever. Uh, like, except for when they're walking the runway. All like, the time. I'm not fucking having this speech about your hip padding. as like, your, that was amazing. That was yeah. like somebody trying to ring the tragedy bell who didn't have a tragedy. Yeah. It was so ooh. So then who was third? Was Charlie that Charlie Hyde? went home, which was the like, old so one. have you heard the rumor about no. why she didn't really move during her lip sync. Oh my god, please tell us. Did she Apparently herself? she busted a rib during the cheerleading challenge and wasn't allowed to talk about it. Her well, the, the fucking Eureka we're about to talk about went home next week went home also getting hurt over the cheerleading I challenge. But I think because, no because the doctors said she had to go then the, and she's on crutches, you can't not, like, you know, yeah, you've got to be able to like. What? Why are you on crutches? Why has she but, just done the whole competition on crutches? That I think that would have been amazing. Is handy. That would, that's why is they cut her so that she couldn't little orphan Oliver it's around. Differently abled phobic to <gasps> eliminate. They should have given her queen. one of those like little grocery store wheelchairs. Oh my god! Yes, she should have done the whole competition. They would shouldn't have treated her any different. Um, yep. You know, you have more an, of a um, case untucked. if it was a chronic injury. Yeah. But I think people who have a temporary injury... She had to have surgery if there's something uh, or something like that. She was it. like, an untouched, she's like, I was going up and down that runway, them crutches, trying to give you couture poses. That's <laughs> <laughs> funny. She was cute. I, I felt like really good she, about her as my second I really, I you know, like, like, I think she's a you good drag like queen. You like her for her to win. 
I didn't like how she always would do the troll doll hair. Uh, like, I didn't hate that. Because she was but, trolling everyone. Right. Yeah. But <laughs> if she would just let go of, like, the need to be a bitch, yeah. then she would probably be, I mean, like, before this show, drag all drag queens were kind of, like, bitchy. Yeah. You know? But, like, you now really that they're, they like... You have to court the popular vote right. by having so, a little... She's talented, and yeah. at DragCon, her makeup was incredible. She was wearing something that looked awesome, and she... I think if she just like chills out, yeah, she always has to like be really defensive and then like bite back at people. And yes. I'm like that. And this is a big girl thing, and we've seen big girls get far, and then their bitchiness fell them in this mm-hmm. kind of. And I think it's really hard, you know, not having the preferred body type. But I really support it, and I think ones do. But to if win. you're a drag queen, like I don't have anything against a big drag queen. Right? That's kind of awesome. Like. Yeah. We're getting more care. bigger mid-sized well, bodies this season. Than every year, though, on. I'm like, when's a big... I think Latrice the was the greatest of all the well, drag queens. Well, Kim Chi almost won. Kim Chi, but Kim Chi was clearly not going to win. No, she I'm just saying she was kind of a big girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was, but in a, I felt like in a subtle way or something. Yeah, she's, she was big the way Roxy was big. She's a medium big, yeah. which is nice mm-hmm. to see. Again, you know, as a femme, you don't see too many medium big ladies out there working mm-hmm. it. So then when you see it... On a drag queen, it's like it's always instructional. It's always a lookbook or, or a fashion album that you can just see. Yeah. It's just a light back corners of your brain. Terry, I want to sprinkle the show with this. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any other ideas for challenges? You'd like yeah. I guess it depends. I'd have to think. I could like write a pitch for <laughs> yeah. like a whole season. Yeah. Like that's fine. You just give me like two or three days, but. Not off the top of my head. Oh, I what think... about if all the girls have to dig in a ball pit of wigs to find a wig at the bottom? My partner and I thought that it would be really good to actually... Cause Your friend? My friend. <laughs> that it would Mouth be really friend. good... Your friend? Yep, that <laughs> kind. <laughs> you guys are crazy! <laughs> <laughs> um, that when the queens go on the show, you never actually get to see what they really do unless they're just a fashion queen. Because, like, when you go see, like, I remember I saw Trixie perform, yeah. and I was like, I did not know you could play the guitar, oh. I did not know you were a country singer, oh. I did not know that you were a dancer, like, you know, you don't get to actually see what these queens do in their day-to-day performance kind of career, and, so yeah. we were like, oh, they should do a talent show for a challenge, yeah. but they did that for All Stars Season 2 okay. in the first episode, so that was that another was cool, idea, too, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, and that was fun. But yeah, no, that's true though. There should be the, all least... the challenges now are just like the same challenges disguised as something else. Like, yeah. and the other problem I had with this season was that they had no like they they're redoing everything. Let's redo the Madonna challenge. Let's redo the roast. Yeah. Right. Let's redo. It's like oh, so you don't you can't actually think of something new. Well, some stuff like yeah. you, I look forward to seeing Snatch Game every year. What about if they did like a supermarket sweep challenge? <laughs> so the problem with it now is that challenge? if you notice season two. Well, well, season one of All Stars was the last time they ever filmed anything outside of the studio. Oh, remote, yeah. Because yeah. season one was no season. Two. So in season two, they oh, did the, they the cherry out. pie challenge on the street, yeah. like selling cherry pies. And then in season one of All Stars, uh-huh. they had to do this thing where they were like talking to their partner out on the street, digging through trash okay. and like getting people to do shit for them. But now, if they do that, people will take photos and leak who's on the show. Uh, So they have to have everything enclosed in the studio. And so that limits what you can do, too, because you can't do, like, a supermarket sweep thing unless you set that up inside of the studio. Yeah, they don't have that store Um, going anymore. It was one specific open store just for the show. And these, like, like mini... You wanted to talk a little bit about how fake or real the show is. I do. And I think it's very fake. I think so. And here's why. I believe it. I think it's so overly (laughs) produced and that that sort of damages it in a way. And the 
I knew a little bit before this that it that they set certain people up, and the mini challenges yeah. are only there so that RuPaul can choose somebody to manipulate. Like, who really oh. took the best picture with someone laying down in sunglasses on there? Like, give me yeah, a break. You know, I like, Although, so here's, well, here's why. And too. after this, you'll not be able to tell me otherwise. Okay. In season six, when they do the RuPaul musical challenge, uh-huh. yeah. Would they have cut Courtney or Adore before those episodes? No, no way. Yeah. Not even if they were bad. No way. And that was so like Adore a broad was, day, Broadway quality production. Adore was up yeah. for elimination. She didn't go home, yeah. obviously. And they did a mini challenge to select the teams. And the winners were Adore and Ben de la Creme. Uh, okay? Okay. So RuPaul allows Ben de la Creme. She tells Ben, you choose first. So who's she going to choose? The best next next best singer, Courtney. Courtney. Yeah. If she had let Adore choose, uh-huh. who would Adore have chosen? Courtney. Courtney. So they would have had this like great dream team, and they yeah. would have won the challenge. But they can't pit Courtney and Adore against each other in the editing right. unless they do that. Right. It's so overproduced, and in challenges where, which is also why this season when they have the top four perform the raps, this you know they oh, did, yeah. and in the in the like practicing of it, some of them you're like, oh, they're not doing so good, or uh, right. And then when they do it, they all kill it. Yeah, you can get a it's, bad reel of anyone it's rapping because someone who is rapped. It's because <laughs> if they show someone doing bad badly, then it's not a good commercial for season nine, Battle of the Seasons. Come get your tickets. You're like, well, so and so sucks. Why would I go see that? Huh. So they just have to make everybody look amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So do you remember? All Stars season two in the yeah. finale when like the my name is Roxy Andrews and I'm here to make it clear uh, and then Katya <laughs> did the amazing like Katya stuff in that perfor- like they all did ma- amazing yeah yes. because they want you to buy tickets well and I think they stuff. also um, rehearse them for about eighteen hours yeah. that you don't see right and that yeah it's all produced but I what I wonder that'd be so hard and this is like conspiracy theory shit because I don't know I don't know the answer to this but I always wonder about reality TV especially a game show like this is even like with Valentina where they like. Valentina is a clear front runner. Yes, Here's I believe that. You're going to be up for elimination, and you're not going to know the words. No, 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 no. I don't think that. You don't what think do you that? Think? No, because Let's Val. Get into no, the here's big half and half. Of the this is exactly okay. what I think happened. All right, we're we're jumping ahead, but fuck it. Let's but time fuck to do it. Yeah. RuPaul and whoever. Yeah. yeah, you can manipulate stuff to an extent. But, like, I don't think you can manipulate the whole thing. I you can't get can Valentina manipulate... to agree to not know the words and to go down in a huge upset. I that bet blow I think, I think and maybe... And everyone will remember. I think maybe you can, but I also don't think that Valentina willingly wanted to look like a dipshit. Uh, Do you know what I mean? When her whole brand was looking amazing. I don't think she wanted How to look stupid. How did he get stupid. that to happen? I so, think RuPaul can manipulate It's not even Rossi. about Valentina. It's not about her at all. Who's it about? It Who's about, at the top? No, it was about RuPaul uh-huh. wanting for weeks to get rid of Nina Bonina Brown. Uh-huh. Because yeah. she Valentina was super popular. And yeah. she knew she was doing really well. She was winning challenges. Yeah. She was really confident, overconfident, to the point where she thought she didn't have to learn the song because she wasn't going to help. So you she think that's n- what happened? So yeah. RuPaul said, Nina... Is bringing it down. She's yeah. complaining. Every episode, it's the same thing. She just has no, her storyline is done. Yeah, she never. Let's get rid of her. She was supposed put to her be up against Valentina, yeah. and Valentina fucked it up. Yeah. Because yes. what happened next week? Who's Shay is amazing. Yeah. Yes. Well, did Shay really do that? But like they just sent so Shay in to the, get rid of. Yeah, Nina. they put Shay up to get rid of Nina in the makeover challenge, which was the next episode. Uh huh. Because they knew that Shay, who's an amazing dancer and who's really good and was probably going to be top three, would get rid of Nina. And it also mm-hmm. makes for a good show, considering that Nina and Shay had a lot of back and forth 
mm-hmm. in Untucked That's and in the show. True. It's yeah. like you had a support you have, moment, right. and then it cuts. And then she's like, "I'm done moment. with you. You can't. Yeah. You can't get over this paranoia." I love that yeah. cut the um, strings moment. Like we've supported you enough. Now we have yeah. to do but our own But let me put it thing. this way: Yeah, there could have been plenty of little things that the other queens didn't do well in the makeover challenge that they could have focused on. And like, uh-huh. let's say Trinity, who you know oh, was amazing Trinity. in one, she but let's good. say that like for a moment, like someone's strap popped on their thing or whatever and be like uh the outfit obviously wasn't made that well blah, blah. Right. and then she fixes it for him behind stage they yeah. could have shown that and put trinity up against sure, yeah. sure. you know Every, so obviously they, they have all the there. footage it's all yeah. in the snip room i just wonder even like with the valentini thing i want i wonder if they're even like, so you think that there's a lot of things that are set up but then there's uncontrollable elements yes like that, Valentina genuinely fucked up. When Valentina she, she said in an interview, was, take the face I read mask an interview off. on Entertainment Weekly or something. It was like it was like Mortal Kombat. Did right, anybody saying, else think of Mortal Kombat oh, yeah, when she was yeah. like going to have the monster teeth? Well, like, you can't ever know what is real or not yeah, based off what mean? someone says. Because one not to know even too. I guess. Sure, but Valentina, yeah. even if she knew the song, her outfit was like the least club kitty. Yeah. One there. Yeah. She just, I really thought she was going to fucking win. Okay, well, we'll I her. was, yeah, we'll get to her, because yeah, i got to so talk about how hard Fontaine was. went home, it was time to fucking go. Bye. Um, and then real quick, too, we can talk about the challenge, because there was a cheerleader challenge. Hated That's it. The where B-52s all are our girls, the B-52s are amazing. That was fun to have them I on. love them to this day. Dirty Back Road is about eating ass. You could not have a better gay icon. I thought the cheerleading challenges are impressive. Didn't personally. we have Deborah Harry sure. this season too? No, that was, was season that, seven, that was season eight with Robbie Turner. They're so, really ticking my boxes. It feels good, my big pink box getting ticked. There was the fairy tale princess challenge. That was kind of fun. I like the but a little like the ugh, weird CGI monster that's babies bizarre. of them. That's where what's her face lost it with that monkey that Kimura. Yeah, the morning show one. I don't remember. Which is basically any other talk show thing yeah. they've done. It's like, yeah. come on, think of something new. So they did the Kardashian musical. Which Ugh, was, why? I, thought, when, <gasps> I don't know the Kardashians. That's the thing I just don't know. I lost about. a side but of All bet. the things to write musicals about. I, it's super fucking popular. I lost a side bet to Ryan that night that you could watch that Kim Kardashian got peed on in her sex. That's tape. right. You, I won I paid that bet. Five dollars money. You gave me five dollars cash because you said money. in her sex tape Kim Kardashian got peed on, and Which then like did have some some rumors. And Ryan's well, like, I'm not going to pay for these rumors. No, because we had to debate the terms of the bet because she was like, if you Google it. There's articles about rumors that there were. No, there's articles about it. Those are the rumors. I asked Jeeves, and it was one step. And so, why didn't they sing about it? I know. I wanted the pee pee. Carol, though, what we got, we had witnesses. Yeah. They all held you to that. You, (laughs) your bet was that we could watch a video on the internet of her getting peed on. Not that you could read about it, but that you could see it. it so felt, that's why you lost $5. I really $5. could see it in my mind. I could. What I want to say about the Kardashian musical is that that was when Shea Coulee came... Into focus. Yeah, that's what I thought. She so was profound. That's because you don't watch Untucked. So... In the episode, in the episode, I don't remember which it's episode also hard it was, when but there's like fucking twelve people to just, dip, you know, yeah. it's hard. In um, I don't remember what episode it was, but the one where Nina was dressed like Mary J. Blige, it was they all did wear fur on the runway. Okay. Right. She knew she was going to be up for elimination, and she had like that black tear mm. come down her cheek. Shay has you got to watch it because it's really good. But Shay has this moment with her backstage where she's like, "You got to get together." She's like, "She's like, you got to think of every little brown skin girl yeah. that like." 
you know, is out there and she's like, do it for them. She's like, because if you give up, you tell them that it's okay to give up in the situations they're dealing with. Okay. And that's not cool. She's yeah. like, I'm not, she's like, I'm not ready for you to do that. So you need to get it together. Yeah. 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 She's like, don't do it. She's like, then don't do it for you. Do it for all of them. Yeah. And then she's like, she's like, and if you can't do it for you, can you just do it for me? Just please just do yeah. it. And so that's when I came around on her. Cause I was like, She's telling her something really real yeah. and really good. Didn't you do a drawing of that? I did a drawing of Nina with the yeah, tear, and it yeah. says, do it for all of them, not just you on it. Yeah. But I'm going to do a drawing of Shay in her outfit from that there. season yeah. with the same quote on it. Yeah, gorgeous. So, we'll get back to the queens who were eliminated in order. Eliminated so, like doo-doo out of your yeah. body. So, after Cynthia Lee Fontaine went home, mm-hmm. she just didn't have anything more to offer, I felt like. She told her done. stories. Yeah. They were like, you're done. And yeah. she, you know, it's a language barrier. And yes, you know, but also, like... Without learning the language... Well, she did, though. She got words wrong all the time, and that was her comedy. And then she could channel it intentionally for the Snatch Game. I just felt like she needed a wider variety of mm-hmm. shit that she did. The Snatch Game always really cuts the Stop from relying the on that cuckoo. Yeah, exactly. That's all she had was one huge cuckoo of gold. It was a shtick. Aja? <laughs> I will go ahead and say that I think Aja gave... This season, it's best moment ever. Which, Which is what? You don't watch Untucked. Mm. So <laughs> I'm really... You're becoming the Untucked. In Untucked, they asked Valentina in the Princess Challenge. Okay. They're like, Valentina, what do they say about you? And she's like, well, the judges... She's like, some of them said... And Aja cuts her off. I mean, everybody listening is going to know. But Aja cuts her off and she goes, You're perfect. You're beautiful. You look like Linda Evangelista. You're a model. Did you stone those tights? Valentina, your smile is beautiful. And she's just like, You could walk out there in a diaper and they would fucking eat it up. Like, she just goes at her. It has been edited into an amazing song. Okay. That two days later, Laganja Estranja went out and performed a wow. lip sync to. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Good for it, But it just like became this. If you Google Aja like artwork, all the artwork is of that moment. It's okay. amazing. It's so. Because it's just so like sayable, quotable, and huh. it's fun. And it's like. It was this moment of huge insecurity that she had that they weren't praising her every week. Yeah. 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 And she even says in the actual episodes, like, I think maybe I'm just overconfident. Like, mm. in, you know, in New York, like, they, everyone thinks I'm awesome and yeah. they think I'm great and whatever. And, and it reminded me a lot of Laganja's, like, you know, back home, they all love me. And, you know, RuPaul yeah. being like, that's the nightclub girl. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I wanted to say something about Laganja. Laganja. I'm mad I... at you and I don't remember why, but you should apologize. That yeah. was crazy. I love her. You love her. <laughs> I mean, she's, the on the show, it's like, come was, on. But I love to like. Weed the whole she time and it gave made her huge Drag Race the best quote of all time. Which was one? it okay? No, it was <laughs> no, it was. Come on, blank. Everybody does it now. Like someone's name? No, she would just be like, "Come on, lady rappers! Come on, season six! Oh. Come on!" And now everybody does it. Like in season seven, the first episode. Everybody was saying it. They're like, oh, oh come on, purse. Come on, shoes. Come okay. on. Whatever. You know, Everybody's a, coming on everything. Alaska did a whole video that was like, come on, trees. Come on, muscular dystrophy. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. like, it was amazing. Like, yeah, she gave Drag Race its best that quote. That is a good moment. Like, people do it in life now. They're like, come on, comics. Like, whatever. They don't, you know. I want to say something. It's one of the catchphrases that anyone can grab and you yeah. can insert it anywhere. It's a good one. I want to say something about Aja. 
Psych. <laughs> oh no, yeah, it's Aja. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. One thing okay. I want to say about Aja before Aja. we move on. Is doing tight. Is that <laughs> we are watching videos of the queens. I was just looking on like some who's left or something some list, just some fucking listicle, and it, like with each queen, it had like a video. It was like a meet the queens even mm. or something, you know. And there's one of Aja doing a lip sync to a rap song, like in a club, and it was. Fucking awesome. And I never really liked anything Aja did, but I remember seeing Again, that clip. You don't get to see what they do right. in yeah. their career you get to on the yeah. show. see them in their element. I think if there's one takeaway from this whole conversation for me, although there'll be many because this isn't lightning, uh, I really like that idea of having more challenges that let queens do what they do, especially early on. That would be very good for the show, I think. That's yeah. when you know some of them are going to shine. Like, if they do a costume or a sewing challenge, you're like, oh, Bianca's going to kill this. Yeah. And then it's fun to see what she comes up with because you know it's going to be awesome. And it's fun to see what the people who are struggling are going to do because you know it's going to be crazy. Huh. Like, yeah. gearing them towards, like, shit they actually do. Yeah. That's why the musical was fun. You're like, oh, Adore's actually going to get to do something yeah. that she's really confident with. So then they did the Snatch Game. You want to say? I didn't know who Snatch the fuck game. anyone was in Snatch Game this year. Yeah. The, Jasmine like, Masters is a queen from season... She was Cocoon. Remember? Cocoon from season seven. She no, just kept saying what? cocoon. No, yeah, because someone did she, Jasmine I Masters. I came in with like the abs, like a tube top and abs, and she's like, "My name is Jasmine Masters," and whatever. She yeah, she went was home like two mean? episodes in. I no. feel like she was mean. She's mean in her like YouTube videos. <laughs> so why was someone her? Because she's done a lot of YouTube videos that became uh-huh. famous that were like, "My name is Jasmine Masters, and RuPaul's Drag Race is fucked up drag," and she just like will talk about like. That's why so when she's one of the girls gone bad. Nina played oh. her. She was just really mean. Okay. And it worked. Oh. Okay. Um, and then Aja was what? Alyssa Edwards, which Violet Chachki did like t- I know. two years ago. And just yeah. let Alyssa do Alyssa. Just she's let Alyssa leave Alyssa alone. Leave Alyssa alone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember anybody who did. Like, what? Sofia Vergara. Who else was, was there? Man. There was uh, a uh, Naomi Campbell. Who did. Sasha did May Wet. Yeah, and it was awesome. And she got rocked. Really good. She should have won. She did. And then Alexis Michelle for fucking Liza Liza Minnelli. Oh, yeah, that was right. That was a basement Liza. It's a good thing we haven't gotten to Alexis. I know. Well, this show, one (laughs) thing I think they do on Drag Race a lot is they give people their moment to shine before they boot them. Yeah, like if they're getting they're sizing someone up, they go, "Okay, you're gonna look really good for a week, and then you're fucking done," you know. So, and I was hoping yeah. at that point yeah. Alexis was gonna be gone, but there was like kind of a, <laughs> that's all I hoped for all season. There was a little bit of a gridlock for a second of people who needed to go home, mm-hmm. as we'll get to. Nina so, Bonita was holding the whole lane closed; she wasn't zipper emerging. Mm-hmm. So then, uh, it's true. She was like driving with her signal on, right. not getting off. Get out of the left lane, motherfucker! So Does somebody else get aggro about the left lane? I mm-hmm. do as a passenger. Pheromone. That uh-huh. was my. That's a very choice. appropriate name because uh, time. So what about her dewy highlighter? I bought a stick of highlighter because of her. Really? Yeah, I'm not wearing it right now. I'm just naturally sweaty. I don't even (laughs) really remember pheromone. Except that sometimes I get queens mixed up, (laughs) which always makes them not stand out, out for me. And Pheromone was the one that, to me, looked too much like Trinity Taylor. No. What? That's my other bit. No. Sorry. sorry. No. Trinity Taylor has had... 
so much plastic surgery, and Pheromone looks like a 12-year-old yeah, girl. she's a like, dewy, natural beauty. Yeah. I don't really she, remember what Pheromone looks Farrah like. Pheromone was blonde with the big, shiny cheeks, and mm-hmm. just very pretty, very I just fishy. know that me and my lizard brain would sometimes <laughs> not People are going to come for you for saying that more right. than All anything else. All white people well, look sorry. alike, Tim Ryan. They do. They're both white, dude. I don't fucking know. You can't pick them up. I but, thought Pharaoh had a lot of potential. And mm-hmm. I would love to spend a week with her, like, talking about comedy or improv. Is uh-huh. she? If all the queens took one nerdy, yes, and improv class at their local community theater. I know, right? They would like, come in, like, with full fucking muscles. Yeah. And all it is is comedy. And look, take a stand-up class. Take an improv class. You don't have to be an improv or stand-up person forever. But with that, that's the one thing they all need. That and a basic sewing. And then they could... Eagle Claw, Tiger Fang. So why don't they there. do a RuPaul's School for Girls? Boot camp, yeah. Well, it's kind yeah. of like their uh, makeover show. Yeah, Drag that's you. what Drag U was. Too produced, though. If, yeah. it, had just, if it had just been about, like... They wanted to be too Young Oprah queens who need... Way. Yeah. Yeah, young oh, queens. Oh, that would have been a better show. Who, yeah. who want, like, need help. Well, because it didn't make sense to be like, oh, and then drag your mom? Like, what's the what point? ever watched the Top Chef's cooking talent show? That's where Guy Ferrari came from. I haven't been able to steal this. I might buy on iTunes Guy Ferrari's season just to see his meteorotic skyrocketing and stardom. He's, you know, he's okay. I got told once that I look like him. So oh, you don't have the flame shirt or hair, Tara. So, yeah, you have a lot you of You didn't say you're not fat. Yeah, you weren't. <laughs> I mean, you're not Guy Fieri fat. You I nice thought Guy Fieri was look. Corey Feldman for like a year. No. Oh, my God, like, really? Corey Feldman's doing shows, and I just That totally, would be so great for I Corey Feldman. I genuinely <laughs> thought that was Corey Feldman for like a year. Did you put that on the Corey Feldman show? No, no. I might have. But Good so, I think I might be getting the the challenges a little out of order, so forgive it's me, Graham. But, so then the 90210 challenge. That, yes. to me, was when Trinity Taylor started standing out for me. When she was eating the pills, mm-hmm. that was very well, funny to me. that, and I think the princess thing, because that required mm-hmm. her to be funny. And yeah. she was always like, I'm a pageant queen, but, yeah. like, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I can do this, but I'm gonna try. Yeah. And, like, she always... She really stretched that. I, I've been saying she's not my flavor of drag queen, uh, but you can't fault that she's done really well. Yes, like, cause absolutely. Because she, she's grown while she's been on the yep. show, too. And she is yeah. my flavor of drag queen. She's my first pick that I had this season. And she's probably going to win. And she, you know, I bet she's Trinity? not. I think so. We're going to get to RuPaul loves plastic surgery. We're going to But there's more diversity. There's more choices that haven't been said yet with her. Can we I wait until we get to Yeah, sure. Four. Sure. But Trinity <laughs> is my one that I have, and I've been really yeah. proud of her because she didn't go down with a knee injury right. like my big girl, yeah. and she didn't go down with a not-quite-improv-y enough yeah, like my was, dewy starlet. She was funny so. in the 90210. Yeah, she's really funny. She's really smart, and she's stretched to become a writer, although I doubt she's writing the words down. She's like having that writerly mind to get her good material. So I'm pretty sure that Pheromone went home after the RuPaul roast, mm-hmm. which would end up being yes. Michelle Visage. Her roast on Michelle was so awkward. There was a <laughs> sometimes though I couldn't tell. I feel like sometimes that feels fixed, like what people respond sure. to and what they don't. You know, well, reality I, TV always is like showing you people's yeah. reactions to let you know how you're supposed to feel about it. But those could have been reactions from any point in that yeah, whole totally. thing. Yeah. You know, I totally take it with like, the disillusion. I believe anything they tell me, and then I'm like, well, it probably wasn't true. I but always, at the time, I believe it. I always remember like there's this one clip of Jinx in the confessional going like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, after something that like Roxy said or whatever. Right. That could have been like anything. So Jinx, yeah. do you think you're like the best queen here? And she could have been like. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. No. You know, but they like, use it for whatever they want. Yeah. Or she'll be like, "What do you think about ketchup on your hot dog?" Right. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Yeah. okay. 
Um, yeah, I love suspending my disbelief, but I'm sure RuPaul, as much as anybody or more so, is an amazing Anansi spider with those editing shears. Well, I just feel like it's TV yes. and like it's fun to watch it and speculate, but I'm always curious. Well, it's, it layers things too to not know how yeah. fixed it is and how real it is. And it's fun to speculate, but yeah, we'll never know. I wonder if there'll be like. Unless one of us goes I, into Drag Race. I read Terry. that they had for season seven. A really specific like storyline they wanted to Mad tell, uh-huh. and when in the first episode, Candy Ho just comes for for um, Tempest du Jour and calls her old. Uh-huh. They were like, uh, "We're changing course, guys." And they <laughs> oh, they're really? the two that like went up to lip sync against each other because there was immediately a rivalry there. Oh, I yeah. kind of remember that. Yeah, it's it's you got to yes and your way along too as the mm. manipulating producers and mm. yeah. types. And the crew makeover this season was pretty fun, even though they took that right from well, Project Runway. Well, they told Runway. me we're almost there. Okay, so okay. they did the pilot season episode, which was a train wreck for when Valentina. They made and their own Nina. shows, yeah. and Nina and Valentina wouldn't write it down. Yeah, they really yeah, fucked they it didn't, up. Yeah. They didn't work enough on it. They were like, we're, yeah. we're going to improv this, but we have no improv training. You know what, though, is that I feel like that Noah Galvin had a really great note for them when uh-huh. he was like, this feels like a movie, and not like a TV show that has a setup you could watch every week. Yeah. He's like, you just did a full storyline that ends like with like, we won Drag Race. But like, it's also like, we went to jail and yeah. then we went to drag. It didn't even make any sense. No. the other thing. So, but then Valentina, so we already talked about it earlier, but that was, I'm going to say that was the biggest upset in the history of oh, the series. Oh, did everyone go, Probably. oh, when you I, watched let me, go okay, I couldn't I, believe it. Like, I got I, something to say. I want to say one thing <laughs> real quick. I was looking online and I was like, I bet they're going to bring her back in a week and do the, how people come back Out sometimes. of Angela I, I was in denial. You know, like, I couldn't believe it. I think Rapal was mad, mad at her. Yeah. Yes. And you can't, won't bring, wouldn't bring her back. You, you can't know. edit yeah. that lip sync. When she, when she, when they had to stop the sync and be like, take off your faceplate. And she's like, no. That was rough. And they're like, hard yes. Are you a dum-dum? Yeah. And then she did it. And she didn't have, I thought she might have like a, a mouth reveal, like a Mortal Kombat yeah, character, totally. like, like mandibles. Yeah, totally, fangs or something. Yeah. Okay, yeah. There, was a, so, there was a meme of that. Did you see that? No. no so someone, someone, someone made a thing where it's like, Valentina, can you take the mask off? And so she's like, I'd rather keep it on. And RuPaul's like, do you Bitch. not know what this fucking is? Take it off. Bitch. And so it has her take it off, and there's like this huge gaping like <laughs> prosthetic mouth with yeah. these like fucked up pointy teeth. Had that happened, yes. that would've she would have won. Yes. Yeah. I would have. I, yes. Why wasn't well, she wearing something? Well, she did the whole lip sync with like a big right. monster mouth. That was I made cool. a meme like that about home improvement so, when you finally talked to Wilson. Oh yeah, and then he had a hell mouth. Oh my god, it was a great um, meme. <laughs> well, I'll say this about Valentina. Yes. Um, Her Mexican wedding was beautiful. When she came out on the runway as, in the first episode in a mariachi outfit, yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay, I get it. She's. She's, like, giving you a very bold statement about what she's going to do. Mm-hmm. And it was really interesting, really strong. Nobody had ever seen anything like that on Drag Race. And then, like, the second or third episode, she comes out dressed like a telenovela bride. Yes. Yeah. And, it, and I... I, like, her This mother, is gonna... This really is, like, the most thing. emotional I've ever been talking yeah. about Drag Race. <laughs> is that I started crying when yeah. that happened. And it's it because... so beautiful. Um, when I... I got to meet her at DragCon like the day I was setting my stuff up, oh. and so she was out of drag and in sunglasses. And, oh, really? And she, yeah, so I got a photo so with her. Way so way too Instagram. good looking, right? Yeah, it's not. She must be like um, hurt your eyes in person. Well, so half of her face was covered with sunglasses, not mm. a mask, but sunglasses. Yeah. So I, you know, it was fine. But I, 
I started talking to her, and we were talking in Spanish, and I started oh, crying, and I made baby. such an asshole of myself. No, but I told her I was know. like, I was like, there's been other Mexican drag queens on the show, like Delta's Mexican yeah. and Adore's Mexican, and yeah. I said, but none of them have shown or showcased like me- traditional Mexican beauty yes. on the show. Yes, and I said it's been very interesting for me to be able to so specifically point it out when you did it because. I've never seen Beautiful. anything from my childhood, my culture, represented on my favorite show. Yes. Oh. So it was like touching yeah. you Ever. right in oh, your yeah. heart. Like, and yeah. I was like, I mean, I except it. for like when in the mi- <laughs> in the BS mini challenge, Thorgy was dressed up like Frida. Fun. Oh, right. but yeah. That didn't, that wasn't quite as deep. And they did the, so this is what pissed me off. They did the Latina challenge, runway challenge in season five. Remember when Jinx did like the Day of the Dead kind right. of thing? Yeah. None of them came out in anything Aztec. Which would have been awesome, mm-hmm. awesome, or dressed like Frida. Frida. Oh, that's what I would have done. I would have done like a drag Frida. Anyway, I really icon, like these yeah. new artists who are doing the pop art and just general art yeah. aesthetic. Yeah. We'll get into that. Like, they haven't so gotten cut yet. I gave Valentina a bunch of artwork that I did. Yay. She was really nice. We took a picture, but then the next day, I don't want to get into it. But the next day, she was kind of rude to me. Oh. And so then, like, I was like, mm, I don't well, know. Well, no, now it's you like, have to tell us what happened. No, did she poop no. in your coffee? You have to say yes no. if she did. Okay. Yeah, we're just trying to keep guessing. It was based. No, it's just basically that like I had other postcards and things that she, that I was like, oh, I've got more stuff, and she's like, oh, it's okay, just bring it to me tomorrow. Uh-huh. So then I did at the end of the day, but then like there was miscommunication with like her guy, and so I was bringing yeah. it to her, and she was like, no, she was like, no, baby, I'm tired, come back tomorrow. Uh-huh. And oh, I was like, she thought you were and so after bad. well, I mean, everyone's allowed a bad day. Yes, Dude, after yeah. after eight nine hours of her taking a photo with people yeah. nonstop. Yeah. I, she assumed that I was some oh, rando really? yeah. who yeah. wanted a picture with yeah. her. And yeah. I was like, no. I was like, so you don't want this stuff? That Because you she yeah. told me to come give it, it to her. It was bad then, time. And then You've she, yeah. Right. So that's why I was like, okay, yeah. it's fine. Everybody's mm-hmm. allowed a bad day. Right? Yeah. So anyway, then that I was like, whatever. I don't care. But it also made me feel like when she... Did the mask when thing? She gave up. She no, I don't think. Well, she gave up in a way, but I think what yeah. happened was she was so confident mm-hmm. that she would never be in the bottom. That she was doing so well that yeah. she didn't learn even learn the song. Yeah, she was that groomed was really as a clear golden child. Yeah. We all saw that in totally. the edit and in her prowess and her Mexican wedding was so gorgeous. Yeah. Also, I want to say about her that just like she picked a look. And it's like that very thin Audrey Gammon thing. And when anybody does it and they have that big eyebrow, it just oh, it softens my heart. That's into the putty. other thing that I she love just about was a gorgeous dear person, well, Valentina and yes, yeah. that too. But her face, like mm-hmm. Valentina like, and uh, Sasha, the two Sasha of them too. do their eyebrows yes. in a very unique way, yes. and that automatically me makes me like them because so every much. drag queen on RuPaul's Drag Race yes. paints their eyebrows, and then it's like they take an eraser to the middle yes. and like fade it out. Oh, yeah. And Valentina's like, I'm doing a fucking huge, yes. bold, and Robbie Turner did her brows different too. That's mm. right. But those are the three queens that like have really kind of stood out mm. for that. Eyebrows are underrated. Yeah, People and it's like... crazy with lashes and plump lips and cheeks, but it's like an eyebrow, it'll make, it'll show when you're mad. Yeah, and Sasha, and like Sasha looks less like a woman 
And more like a cool illustration yes. when she does these brows. Yeah, that way. I love you know her. What I mean? Because it's yeah. graphic. It's mm-hmm. a graphic look. She yeah. looks like and Andy Warhol's yeah. suit. But it's like, also you not. You can see her in 10 different colors when you look at her. She's distinct, mm-hmm. graphic, bold, mm-hmm. pop art. Keith Herring. She's just so much big art that I love. And I love these sophisticated art school yeah. queens yeah. that have like an extra set of yeah. claws. The Sasha eyebrow thing, though, too, it's, yeah. it's distinctive. But it's also, um, you have to notice it. Like, it's not mm-hmm. distracting. It's not like, hey, look at this. But then once you see it, you're like, oh, I really see that and what you did there, you know? She goes bald. And that's yeah. a part I, for her mother rem- and yeah. cancer. But it just, right. it's like, you bald and eyebrows. She's got so much iconography in I think she's hit. been very smart this season in, well, strategic. Waiting in to what she's done. But I'll get there when we talk about yeah. the top four. So we're almost there. So then they did the makeover challenge. Makeover with the crew. I loved it. That's also from Project Runway. I've seen it there and it's lovely. Well, they do it every season where they make over Uh someone. Runway's done the crew before. Yeah. So it was so intimate, especially that one like steel eyed guy that went with Sasha. He was like the the um, main producer daddy. He's the one who cracked the whip on them clearly. And then like him submitting to that feminization. Yeah. And who's the one who was like Pitbull or like the big bald guy who like mugged so hard that he melted Kesha? Oh, I have another idea yeah. for a makeover challenge. Yeah. They should call up like when because how many do they need? Like five, six people? Usually. Yeah, call up like the five or six artists that do Dragcon every year. Oh, <laughs> and pair them with someone. And they could have and the artist design the look. They, oh, there you go. They, yeah. They, they, could do, they could do sketches of what yeah. they're going to do and then, and they then talk about do their it cool together. Carol yeah. the whole time they're in the chair? No. So this whole thing me. has just been a big long pitch for Terry. Terry to do Dragon Dragon? No. I'll be your Michelle. Okay. I'll pull out the titties. I mean, but it would be fun. That would be. I would love to see it. That's a great idea. Ru These Paul. five artists <laughs> yeah. exhibit a drag con every year, and then they blah, can blah, show blah, blah, your art, and that'll just melt the screen. And then the artists could can draw them. Their could draw illustrations the of them and the things yeah. for later for drag. The artists design it, and the drag queens make it. Yeah. And then the artists draw. Images of them later for prints. Yeah, oh, that's amazing. Well, you're gonna do that either way. Well, okay, yeah, but... let's. Who do we know to tell this? Ryan, <laughs> go tell your dad. All right, dad. Hey, he's gonna be like, what? What is that? I actually, I got a photo with uh, with RuPaul at the convention. Did you sit on his lap? And I and made it. You. No, I didn't. Um, I had to wait for six hours. I went and I'll tell you now. As can you tell me? Yeah, can you tell me about your tallnesses? Because you're yes. tall and Rue is tall. Mm-hmm. Please start or get to there. So, well, you have to like, RuPaul's like in this little hut. You didn't even know if RuPaul was going to be in drag or not. Never. Mm-hmm. We'll never do drag at DragCon. How come? Really? To stand out. She just doesn't want to. She's old and yeah. doesn't, like says it's uncomfortable. Yeah. And she's like, unless you're paying me a ton of money, I'm not going to do it. And yeah. to stand out. So, she yeah. He wants just... to compete against all the heats of the queens who are hungry. So, he's just wearing a suit. Just like you know, was um, it an, an amazing suit? Because the suits are amazing. Uh, you can look at the picture. I'm in the yeah, put it up on the yeah. podcast. So um, yeah, and then you just go into little, basically. So you sit there for six hours. We were all so pissed. <laughs> Everyone up at the front of the line, like someone who I made friends with, hung out with all day. Yeah, fucking freaked out because they, they were cry? like. No, I just mean we were like oh. home stretch, almost up, and then they were like, "Oh, that's it for two hours now," and you just have to sit here for two hours. And it was a woman, an older woman I made friends with, and she was like, this is fucking bullshit! You know, like, really? Because it's true. We paid 
however much money to do the show, wow. and then another sixty dollars to literally sit in line all day. That's this all we did like all day. A Stephen King novella and you under his pseudonym. Like again, the if they just man. given us a number and been like, okay, you're number eight, you can come back at two when we start letting people in, you know. But you were fucking had to sit there and hold your plate, your pace. Your space. Richard Bachman, Stephen King's pseudonym, The Box. So everyone yeah. was all pissed, and then as soon as you walk in this little hut and RuPaul's there, you just completely forget anything. Does he light up the whole and hut? You're just like, holy shit, you know? Like, I was, and I, like, didn't even say you're, anything. You're seeing, like, gay Jesus. Yeah, yes. you're just like, whoa, and it's really you, and you're right there, and you he look different been, than I thought you would on TV, kind of, because you're a little person. Like a Buddha or a god that you summon. You sure. can try to summon RuPaul. I wish I could summon RuPaul because I had to pay $60 and wait in line for six hours. So if I could so say did something Did you exchange any words? Did his yeah. eyes twinkle? Yes. Well, my nieces <laughs> went in first. We got this really cute, like, hugging RuPaul picture. So and then they like 10 and 12? Yeah. So then they came out of the room and then I went in and I was like, those were my nieces. I'm and RuPaul's the big like, cool. Dude. And then uh, RuPaul was like, uh, where'd you come here from? And I was like, oh, well, I came from Portland, but I drove them down from the Bay Area. And he was like, cool. And then I was like, all right, now get up. And I was Bye. Like, so that was the whole thing. And I was like, holy fuck. Like, that was about it. Did, did, I, tell you, did I tell you how um, yeah. I met her at the second year of DragCon? Tell us about it. So, was it in the toilet? I'll no. take my answer offline. The first year of DragCon, RuPaul wasn't much of a presence at the oh, show. Yeah. And I think a lot of people were really pissed about that. Oh, yeah. So the second year, during the setup day, she came around to everyone's table, every no. single table, oh yeah. and took pictures with everybody. Jesus. And then everybody, so and then for took all the exhibitors of merchandise, so were people like trailing around her and shit? Though? Yeah, so she had a whole team of people around her because, yeah. of course, people, like the minute I see her two tables away, I'm like, oh shit, and I grab a bunch of my artwork yeah. to give to her. But so, were fans you know, trying to get and, all up in it all the whole no, time? No, like not really, because the only people allowed in during that time are the, are the exhibitors. Oh, wait, was that a specific? Yeah, okay. And That's so, con intel. And so, um, she's wearing a yellow rain jacket oh. and glasses and whatever. Um, and uh, she comes up to my table, and I have my name sign. And she goes, Terry Blass. And I was like, I feel like I'm in the workroom. Oh yeah. my god! I'm really gonna, I'm gonna win this. And week. my I'm name sign was like a word balloon with my name Cute. in it. Uh-huh. So then she comes behind my table and stands under the word and, balloon. Yeah, and so it looks in the photo like she's saying my name. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I gave her this artwork Put I did, and I was like, I drew you as Willy Wonka. And so yes. this illustration of her like with her arm up and dressed like Willy Wonka and all these golden tickets. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. And she kind of look gives me a little like a look, like a look. And Ooh. I'm like, well, you know, like every year you invite like ten children to your house, and yeah. you know, only and you, only one of them survives. Yeah. And you about your candy bar, and she was like, I get it. <laughs> so this is what I thought was amazing, but also upset me. And yeah. so she was like, Cool, let's do a photo. And I'm like, Okay. So because I'm very self conscious, every time a photo is taken of me. I require the camera to be up very high Aww. and angled downward so that I have like a jawline. Aww. Your photo, Jenny, and, I always uh, like your but photo. But that's because, in, because anytime, yes, it. because anytime <laughs> a camera comes out, I'm like, uh, uh-huh. you know your right? light, you find so your light. I do that. I like pose and like I whatever. And Ru- so I'm standing on the right, RuPaul's standing on the left. RuPaul physically grabs me by the shoulders. Oh, by the shoulders. Moves me to the other oh, side. Yeah. Stands where I was and poses. You in better fought light. for the because, light. Because it was better light. Uh-huh. And because she only takes photos 
from that side too. I love it. And I was like, so I'm in the photo, like turning my whole body, trying to like get back to that pose. You got outquined by a queen. Yeah, what are you gonna do? But then I also gave her a print I did of um, the Emerald City and the Yellow Brick Road and Dorothy's legs and the ruby slippers. Like you can see the Emerald City between it, and it says "Sissy that walk on it." Nice. Um, And she liked it, and that's it. That's done. It was like it happened in like you know like. Five seconds. Yeah, so totally. You're like, oh, like, yeah. yeah, it's indelible. And then the next memory. morning at DragCon, so that's that year they had a whole bunch of announcements that RuPaul I think may have pre-recorded that were like Alaska Thunderfuck. Yeah. Attention, your makeup is terrible. <laughs> that is all. Like you know, oh, like throughout the day, a bunch of stuff like that. No, and it could have been so easy. They could have just replayed the same ones and people yeah, would have loved it. But, such an easy game. but that morning, right when like the ribbon was cut and everybody went in. RuPaul was on roller skates and she roller skated down every aisle no really fast in a suit and then like disappeared into her booth. That's cool. That's amazing. Yeah. So that didn't, harder, didn't happen this year. Didn't happen that's harder than Walt ever worked though. Walt Disney. <laughs> he not done shit. Anyway, who are we on? So then Nina Bonina went home. Finally. Oh, oh, Nina. Nina. oh Nina. So sue me fucking finally. Because Nina was my top pick from the beginning and I was like you need to fucking go home. Like The thing with Nina is that I feel like her looks are amazing because she has, at home, all the time she wants to get ready. Right, yeah. And on Drag Race, she's, like, got, like, an hour, you know, to, like, Uh look like a literal peach. Well, you know, and so like out in the peach in the beginning, and her face, you couldn't it tell where her crusty. face stopped, and then the but peach But it was still kind of crusty. But she had this cool, like, face merged into this yeah. big thing going on, but then she just did it's it over and over again. But it's always, always amazing, yeah. unless she turns to the side, and you're like, oh, you yeah. have a piece of cardboard glued to your face. Yeah. You know, she like, was too literal. She was too one thing. I'm a mouse. I'm a peach. Yeah. Like, just be a quine. Well, you know, or maybe do a look is... where you're not a weird animal or a skeleton yeah. one Here's the th- funny thing. If she had done the skeleton like one time less, she did like three times. Yeah. Yes. And when her dude in the makeover challenge came out, if she had tried not to make an outfit and a rabbit and a bullshit, whatever, and if she had just done a skull face on both of them, uh-huh. no, amazing lips, and like, a, no, but if she'd done it like one time less, yeah. okay. then it would have been, it. yeah, saved it yeah. for that. And what if she did harsh It would have been easy. It would have been like, yeah, this is Nina, the like weird skull and the corset and the hair. Yeah. And it would have been she great. But, oh, because it would have been quintessential. Yes. Nina, Same yeah. thing that Pheromone did, where they didn't have a full sophistication of their repertoire. They weren't able to stretch. Mm, they yeah. had some some touchstones and as soon as they got nervous they went back to being a rabbit and Nina was just paranoid that everybody's out to get her because it makes her not responsible for not Mm. doing well a forced victim complex but I feel like if you went to the drag club once a week and saw Nina doing that thing it would be awesome every week but just seeing it on a show over and over like you know it just got repetitive but my favorite probably note ever for the whole season I think Uh it was Kesha said this that those bunny ears look like they've been rained on on. (laughs) that was amazing and they did they looked like a 7th grade because they're made out of construction paper that was garbage what about Kesha just getting blocked from the hug from Jerry Seinfeld oh yeah does anyone want to touch that I don't comment on that well do you what do you want to say about it oh yeah just the regular thing you know she didn't introduce herself she just kind of groped for him Mm -hmm. Jerry Seinfeld has problematic but yes. I mean, Kesha I mean, came off creepy too. Well, here's what I want to say yes. about it. From what I here's my true side. What, what do you got? What's okay. your hot take on Kesha? Right? Is that <laughs> if you are Jerry Seinfeld, which he is? Well, you're not. I'm not. If well, you are Jerry Seinfeld, real. people fucking come up to you all the time, no matter what. 
and you have to find polite ways to decline your attention mm-hmm. or your physical presence from fucking strangers. Seinfeld, so, let me touch your butthole. Seinfeld doesn't know who Kesha is and is being interviewed and is doing something and a stranger comes up and says, can I hug you? And what did he say? That's okay? No, thank you. He said, that's okay, I think. And that's a polite way to just decline giving your energy and your attention to a stranger. And I think that's what Jerry Seinfeld did in that moment. And she kept pushing and he was like, no, dude, like, I'm just not going to hug you. I don't fucking know who you are. I'm not going to be shitty about it, but no. And that's totally fair to me. Yeah. 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 So that's how I feel about it. Tear dog. I don't have anything to say about it. (laughs) All right. I agree. What's the deal with airplane <laughs> What's the deal? Yeah. What's so the then, deal Michael Richards' career. The oh. next queen to go home is Alexis Woo! Michelle. Finally. I fucking hated her. I yeah, had a good story about her too. <gasps> Let me put it this way. I'll get all my thoughts out real quick do about it, Alexis Michelle. It, I'm gonna it, do it really fast. Do it. She thought she was everyone's therapist. Mm. She was like overly. We're here for sisterhood. We're here. I love everybody. We're mm-hmm. here. In mm. Untucked, more than once, twice. In fact, she was like. None of you told me my outfit looked like shit and that I should have changed. That was crazy. It's a competition, bitch. Like, what do you yeah. want? Mm-hmm. And she's like, I just need that from my sisters. I would have been like, girl, I'm not, your, I'm not even your cousin. Get away from me. Uh-huh. Like, we're not sisters. And what pissed me off the most uh-huh. was that it was an episode where Farrah knew that she was going to be up for lip sync yeah. and she was really sad about yeah. it. And she was forced to come over, listen to Alexis complain about how none of you told me this looked bad. Uh-huh. And then... Farrah's like, okay, well, I thought you looked fine. Like, I thought you looked good, so why would I tell you that you didn't look bad? She's like, I'm going to go practice my lip sync now. And Alexis goes, I'm not done. Uh Uh-uh. I would have been like, yes, you are, fucker. And I would have walked away. But Farrah, like, that's why I don't hate Farrah. Like, she was nice enough that she was just like, oh, okay, well, say what you got to say then. Like, I would have been like... She was too nice there, yeah. What? Mm I'd have been like, uh, I'm up for elimination. Yeah, and you're not. Yeah. Like... Bye. Like I just, I hated her. Priorities. And she, she was not creative. Suck the air out of the room and make it about her. She was not creative. All her things were like, "I'm green for no reason," or like, "Oh, I'm the Indian. I'm just wearing a regular ass dress." Favorite and I got thing a fucking that happened on my head. was when she was like, "I spent forever stoning this corset," uh-huh. and Michelle goes, "Great," and it still looks like shit. That was a that was a really good note well, because I, it was the same note that yeah. like that Santino gave Chanel in oh, the season one reunion was that he didn't like Chanel's style uh-huh. because she wasn't creative and all she ever did was buy expensive shit. Okay. And he was like, she was like, $500 pants? He was like, that's not as creative as like Angina making a whole dress out of loofahs. Yeah. And she was like, I disagree with you. And he's like, that's fine, but yeah. you still look like I'm shit. I'm the judge, it's my job yeah. to tell you what I think right now. Right. What yeah. I couldn't believe about Alexis was that one dance when bitch was green against uh-huh. my other bitch, oh my God. Farrah Moan, right? Farrah was struggling. It was a good time for her to go, but Alexis could have gone too. And Alexis was green and she was like trying to do like That's a, a wizard thing. a lot for one joke. It was. It didn't even read. Like I am a dry Michelle Massage doesn't like green, and I didn't know oh, that Michelle doesn't like was? green. Yeah, that, that didn't was, even come up. Exactly. She's talked about it in like two or three seasons. Well, and she, she was like, my, my favorite thing about that thing was when she did the lip sync against her, and she won because she had one of the few reveals during a lip sync. And this oh was, yes. She pulled a tiny witch's hat out of her anus. Yeah. But it was so small you couldn't even really tell what it was. I, I could know. tell, but I was like, put it back in your it, anus. It kept her and on the show. Use that in your performance. Yeah. Well, and she but never. Why, not, why wasn't there a barrette clip to it that she could have just been like boop and then like? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But she had to hold it on her head. Yeah. It was a stupid tiny hat. Because she's not creative. Oh. Well, and she would. She, 
she was a jerk. Like she would talk yeah. back to like when she was like, "Why oh. are you green?" And she's like, "Did you have you seen the show?" If and you it's think like, she's a jerk, she was that. a jerk to me at drag. Oh my god, tell us. You <laughs> this is an amazing story. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay, first of all, I'm going to preface this with like a story about Chi Chi Devine. Please do. Um, <laughs> I, so I did these like little cutouts for DragCon yeah. of like the different queens and every queen that messaged me saying they liked it or wanted one, I made like a bigger one for them. Okay. Nice. So I made one for Chi Chi and she was nice. She messaged me and was like, cool, I'll be there tomorrow bright and early. Long story short, Chi Chi was like an hour and a half late to her uh-huh. signing, sure. which meant that I was standing in line for an hour and a half waiting for her when I could have been at my table oh, selling shit. No. So I was already mad. Yeah. And she finally shows up and she's like, oh, I gotta finish my makeup. So she goes behind the thing and I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. So it, I was mad because that meant that this queen's signing was from, like, 11 to 1. And people who, like, are there for that reason, that now her signing's only an hour long. Wow. Yeah. And she's not there for the time that she's supposed to be there yeah. for, and et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a lot of the queens did that. Yeah. And they, like, you know, we're supposed to be there all day or whatever. And at first I was like, man, these queens are here all day, like, in their heels and in their wigs and in their course. Like, that really sucks. And then I realized, like, no, some of them are there for a long time, but a lot of them just show up for their little signing and leave. Yeah. Or they're sitting in a chair doing their signing all day. Like, fuck you, I'm on my feet for nine hours. Like, yeah. I love your shirt, I love your shirt, I love your shirt. Let's right. buy my shit. Right. So that was my mind space. Uh-huh. After the last night of the show, um, I usually like to go out with my friend Ken and, like, my old roommate and have a drink and, like, celebrate that we, like, did great, we did well, whatever, and just, like, have fun. So I'm at this bar in L.A. with a couple friends. Oh, this took place off the floor. <sighs> Get ready. I'm so ready. a couple queens come out. One of them was amazing. Her name was Karen from Finance. <laughs> Um, and Trixie and Katya talked about her on their uh, show on YouTube and Aww. so she became very popular just because they mentioned her name oh, and so she's a queen from Australia she had set up a booth at DragCon that was decorated like an old office Aww. like with like a, a computer from like the 90s and like a, a water cooler that's so, so relatable her name's Karen from Finance <laughs> so automatically anything she does is going to be amazing because that name gives you yeah, such a low expectations really good, yeah. <laughs> but her what performance was awesome her performance wow. was really great and it was fun so I was excited to see her and I'm on this high and then they're like, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage. Season 9 contestant, Alexis Michelle. And I was oh, like, shit. all right. I'm in the Valentina mind, too, where I'm like, everyone has a bad day. Yeah. The queens on the show sometimes are not who you meet in real life. Like, sometimes yeah. I've met them and they're really nice when they were, like, a bitch on the show yeah. or vice versa. Sure. sure. Like, fine, I'll give her a chance. She comes up and she sings Ladies Who Lunch from Company. Huh. And it's fine. She does fine, whatever. And then she goes into Eliza thing, because this is the week right after Snatch Game. Mm. So she puts on Eliza wig real quick. And she starts doing a spoken word Liza thing. Fine. And then it goes into a song. A Liza song. Uh-huh. And it's not the right song. <gasps> and three seconds in, she's like, stop! Cut! Cut the music! Stop! And the music's still playing. Yeah. And she's like, where's the DJ? <laughs> like, to her whole audience, to a whole bar of people. And everybody in the audience, like, just kind of, like, points to the back. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And so she's like, cut! Music. I love that you're all answering for her. So he cut, that yeah. away. So <laughs> the DJ finally cuts the music and she's like, What's the file name? <laughs> and she, he's like, What? And she's like, Is it Liza Set? And he's like, No, it's Liza List. She's like, No, that's wrong. That's not the right one. Marta, where's Marta? Where the fuck is Marta? Oh, Marta! Oh, shit. And I'm like, oh my god, this is insane. <laughs> I can't believe I'm watching this right now. Somebody in the audience. Oh, and she, So Alexis pulls out her phone. Oh, and shit. And she starts like going through her email. Uh-huh. Oh, shit. On stage. On stage. And so, yeah. Oh. Someone in the audience, not me, <laughs> goes, 
Get it together, Alexis. Oh, yeah. Shit. So she puts her phone down, picks up the mic, and goes, Who said that? No way. <laughs> yeah. And then she goes, So, of course, nobody admits I'm to it. So hard. Just wait, it gets better. Ooh. And she goes, Listen, motherfuckers, oh. I got up at 7 a.m. today. Oh. She's like, I am not having this with you. <laughs> That's, se- okay, I'm half drunk. Yeah. That set me into such a fucking pissed <laughs> mood because. I had been on maybe four hours of sleep yeah. each night of the show. Yeah. Stood there for nine hours each day, selling my shit. Yes. I took a big sip of my drink, and I went, I've been up since five, bitch. Yeah! Yes! And she goes, who said that? And you were like, And I was just like, good. I didn't raise my hand, but I was just like looking at her like, what? Mm-hmm. And then she's like, whatever, I, I'm going to fix this. And she walked off stage. And did she fix it? it? Apparently she did, and it was supposed to be great, but at that point I was like, I'm going outside for some air. I don't need to see the rest of this. So it just confirmed to me that I don't like her. (laughs) I I just straight up didn't like, I didn't like, yeah, I would say, well, I feel two ways, because I feel like it's not great to judge people based on, I feel like if I was on a reality TV show, I could see myself coming off like Fifi O'Hare. Yeah, it's not great to to... Like, judge them based on just the show. I can see being so stressed out and feeling so insecure and defensive and, like... And you're cut off from the world mm -hmm. and you're forced to be with these people. Maybe, like, Laganja or Willem. Yeah, I just feel like I can see myself, like, the very worst of me coming out based on all these stresses Mm -hmm. and And all these factors. That's what the stressors are for, is to see that humanity. Yeah. A long time ago, I read this really great article Uh that was written, I think, by Irene from the real world Seattle. The one with Lyme disease that got slapped in the face. Oh, shit. They slapped the Lyme Or no, and and maybe it was Elise from Top Model Season 1. I think that's who it was. But she wrote this great article about... No, it was Irene because it was about the real world. And she said, when you go on this show, she's like, you can't go on in the internet. You can't read. Yeah. They don't let you read anything. Wow. Like, any books or anything that, you know, you can't bring that. You can't watch TV. You can't listen to music. She's like, because that forces you to talk to the people that you're in this house with. And that's when people start disagreeing. Yeah. And that's when people start fighting. And that's what they want you to do. Yeah. Yes. So... It's like very it's like strategic. Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. That's believe... what the people from The Bachelor say is like you can't mm. read the internet. You only have this one man, and you're like funneled yeah. to him. I read they have to write what they want on post-it notes and slide it under their hotel room door, like oh, wow. on Drag Race. Like, yeah. I want. Could I have some pizza? Like, and, like slide it under the door. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that amazing isolation is where you get. A but lot I've of art. always wondered how they do that because yeah. when they have twelve, fourteen, whatever queens that are all going to come into the workroom. Where are they hiding them all? Do they have twelve separate rooms? Yeah. Like, and if they're all they've staying shown in, it a little bit, they have like a hotel. They stick them in. They haven't that's, shown them. They haven't shown that since season two or three. That's yeah. where so, Willem like but, lost. Yeah, I, but I want to what know. Do you think? Cause I think it's a hotel. <laughs> well, yeah, but yeah. then do they all get different call times? And if they're all in the hotel, do they not walk out at the same time? Wouldn't you be like, I oh, they do. Okay, then why are they like, oh my god, Trixie, you're here? Didn't they see them in the hotel lobby? Oh, in the beginning? Yeah. No, because they probably keep them separate until the reveal. I know, I'm I'm asking how they do that. Because, like, they either have very different call times and are waiting for a long time, Uh or they have 12 different rooms. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Plus, like, when, let's say, like, you're on Drag Race, and they're like, okay, um, the car's going to bring you to the hotel, you'll arrive there at, like, 5 p.m. Okay, great. I go in, I check in, I go up to my hotel room. Wouldn't you just be sitting at the window watching to see who else comes in? Yeah. Like, but so do they like board up your window? I've heard that they like board up the window. They well, might. Yeah. I can see how they would so, keep They make them wear sleep masks 
Until they're anyway, in the studio. so I want to say that I don't want to just be like Alexis is a terrible person but based on. I, I believe too that I bet sometimes people go on the show and they only show certain aspects of them. If you're cool sometimes and you're shitty sometimes, yeah. maybe they only show one of those. I bet. But I, I do think that she probably feels entitled. Yeah. The same way that Roxy did. Yes. Same body type too. Mm hmm. Yeah, I really hated Roxy too. Roxy the moment like, that I was like Roxy. really, really done with with um, Roxy Mandrews. Yeah, no, with uh, what's her face? See, so Michelle. unmemorable. I can't even remember her name. Alexis Michelle, Alexis Michelle. Uh, was when she got mad that everybody said she had broad shoulders in the oh, reading yeah, challenge, uh-huh. and RuPaul was like, "Oh, so you can make fun of other people, right? Yeah, but they can't make fun of you." Yeah. No, and she I mean, was like, yeah. like that was great. Ruth. And then Farah has to go apologize uh-huh. when was like, well, you said that Shay's teeth were fucked up, right, but you don't yeah. have to apologize for that. And I'm sorry that I did what I was required to do in a right. challenge on a fucking TV I would show not, where we're that's, competing. With that's each other, the way you know? that I because of course I'm like, well, if I was on Drag Race, I'd be nice to everybody. And everybody. Mm-hmm. That's when I feel like I'd be like the bitch of the season because I'd be like no no fuck you you have to assert your boundaries you can't apologize to someone for something they don't remember why they're mad at you I think that's how I would be I'm gonna be like I'm not gonna apologize to you first you apologize to me for doing something that we were all required to do and saying that this was fucked up about me and then I'll apologize to you if you're sincere you have to hold that's how I would be I'd be like no because Shay that's when I liked Shay too because then in in, um, Untucked Alexis was like none of you told me this looked bad blah 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 and Eureka says, I feel like I've told you in the past a few times that this would look better. And you give me this look like, why is Eureka telling me hmm. what I should be mm-hmm. doing? Mm-hmm. So don't tell me that you want me to do that when I have and you don't like it. And the whole time Nina's just going like with her head up and down like, mm-hmm. So it's obvious it's happened before mm-hmm. and people have noticed it. And Shay goes... All right, girl. Next week in the in the workroom, I'm just gonna like thumbing through your drag like this, like going. It's like if that's what you want, fine. Mm-hmm. And clearly, she didn't like it. Right. So it's someone who says they want something when they really don't. Right. It's I don't like that. And it's great to make them do it or not, but assert your boundaries. If someone's telling you that their shit is your fault, you have to be like, "Fuck you." Well, and it was just con. I just felt like Alexis Michelle was just blanket unpleasant. Yeah. Well, and I think there's a there's been queens who know they're not going to win and they want to, and their insecurity just makes them shitty. Yeah, yeah. I can see that too. Because that's what Roxy was too. Roxy, what Roxy did that I never got over was Roxy was about to be eliminated and then was like, I got left at a bus stop when I was five. And to keep herself there. And that blatantly. And it worked. And then the next week, immediately, they're in the workroom and Roxy's like, some people are here who shouldn't be here. And it's like, you're talking about yourself. Yeah. And you're saying this because you know it's true about you and well, you're throwing it at other people. If you notice in that episode of season five in The Untucked, which technically happens before that bus moment. Mm -hmm. In that episode, Jinx is having a very sincere moment where she's very upset that she's she's talking to the queens about how she left her brother with their mom. Right. Who was an alcoholic. And how she felt really guilty about it. Yes. And if you watch that episode, she's like, and I feel, she says, I feel really guilty about leaving my brother with a mom who's not ready to be a mom. Yeah. Well, my mom left me at a bus stop. Uh That's literally exactly how it happens. Yeah. Roxy says without moment of hesitation well my mom left me at a bus stop yeah and then goes into the story she couldn't even let Jinx like have process that or the room process that she was like I need to one up this I need to talk about how I'm broken and how it's more the focus is not on me right now yeah and I need it to be on me and that's the same exact 
attitude that Alexis has. She couldn't let Jinx have the light. Right. And it was like Jinx was just the star faded one. It was monsoon season. Mm-hmm. And she it was time for a Pacific too. Northwesterner. And yeah. just, mm-hmm. just boxy managers and Fifi. Fifi. Fucking Fifi was the angry Chihuahua. No, dog. that wasn't that season. Fifi, Fifi was, was season needles. Fifi was yeah. needles, right? Roxy yeah. was. Roxy was the. Who was the other mean one to Jinx? I don't wasn't know, there Detox? two of them? Detox. Because it was Chad, right? Chad Which, no, was nice. Chad was season three. Chad was Sharon. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm so, sorry. Chad was season four. Was I thought Alexis Michelle was going to make top three because she was like a villain. I thought that's yeah. That's another I was thing. hoping that wouldn't happen. I felt like they really broke formula they with did. who the progression of queens were in this season, they which is did. what I like it the most. Because what I want to say, I think I might have said this earlier, but the reason I love this season, love it is I don't know what's going to happen. But they didn't do that. Well, they, I mean, they did the same exact thing for season eight and seven. Hmm. Like, Bob, Naomi, and Kim Chi, none of them were really a bitch. But Trixie, Ginger, and... I mean, Ginger was kind of a little... I think we're I getting more true. and more to, like... Trixie, Ginger, and Pearl, they weren't a, they were bitchy. Game, and now the bitches don't last as long, because I think I they're that's checking true. social and media. Bianca, yeah. like, I wouldn't say go. Bianca was a bitch. Like she was a, a bitch no, done right. So, Bianca, Adore, and Courtney, there wasn't a bitch there either. I guess that's Courtney true. Was You're right. Kind of yeah. She didn't do anything bad. But Courtney was not tell. the most likable. Did you ever see Mimi I'm First's, like, read of, like, no. the roast of Michelle Visage Uh-oh. on a cruise no. that they did? Uh-huh. It was so funny. <laughs> Michelle Visage can't stop laughing, but Mimi, it, right after season six, Mimi's like, season six was, she's like, was dumb. She's like, I could have won too if my competition was a retarded Chola baby and a really bad Olivia Newton-John impersonator. Aww, <laughs> Michelle can't stop laughing. That's awesome. <laughs> it's so, so good. Then we get to the top four, Ooh. which has ended oh. up, spoiler alert, being, being the top the four. The top four that no one got eliminated this week. So I'm going to say, and then we'll go individually, sure. but when they had these four perform, do their last whole thing, I think they really sold it. Like, fuck it, we're just going to do top four. Like, this is a real... I would say this is anyone's game. There's not anyone that if they win, I'll be really shocked. RuPaul did this in season one of All Stars. Uh huh. Right. After after Raven and Juju B had yeah. to lip sync against each other, she's just like, "Fuck yeah. it, let's have a yeah. top four. That was awesome. Yeah, I that like was one it of the great when moments. it happens. Yeah. I like it when it happens in runway too, because that means that fourth person gets the twenty five thousand dollars to make a collection. Yeah. Oh, okay. This one there's not cut yet, and at this juncture, I wasn't ready to cut anybody. On Project Runway, that uh, no, yeah, on Project Runway, I they'll do a top that four sometimes. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. I still watch Tim it. Gunn is my angel, and Michael Coors is my devil. And they <laughs> tell it's so me funny what how to do. when Drag Race yeah. premiered, I really felt like what we were watching was a hybrid yes. of Top Model and Project Runway. That's exactly because where they've taken for the from. first half mm-hmm. of the episode. Yeah. RuPaul comes into the workroom yes. and she Tim Guns everyone. Yeah. Uh-huh. Then for the second half. She's Tyra Banks seen everyone. Oh, Tyra's the worst. Behind a table, judging. You know what I mean? Like, yes, exactly, exactly. And I think that was the whole point of Drag Race, is she was like, I can find yourself someone who can do both. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah, she's a switch hitter, yeah. that Rue. Top so, and bottom. So let's go through the top four. Who Do you have a clear favorite of someone well, in the top we four? I have someone I bet on. But wait, yeah. let's, let's talk do about that. each yeah. of them, okay, and so then we'll do our best. Who do you want to start That's with? Okay. So I just oh, this is just the order I wrote them in. So first we have Trinity Taylor. That's my queen. Yeah. I saw her early. She's been really strong, but I mm-hmm. will admit that at this last juncture, I was like, <gasps> everybody's shining really bright. Trinity could get cut. Yeah, I was surprised that in the rehearsals uh-huh. she couldn't dance. Yeah, because the times that she's lip synced, yeah. she's 
danced really well. Well, and she did that robot future, <laughs> the club kid one, maybe? I don't know. She did this yeah. crazy dance I, thing one I time guess that was her, incredible. her read is that she's behind the beat. So, you know, she can still move and but stuff, but still, when but she, she lip synced against, I don't yeah. know who it was, like against Kimura or someone? Uh-huh. I don't remember who it was. It was. She was really good. Mm-hmm. It was the yeah. 90, where they were in the 90s. Right. She danced really well. So I was like, what is, is that, that one moment where I was like, is this fake? Right. Mm-hmm. Because it could be. the, the, the reason I don't like Ginger Minj uh-huh. is because she said so often, like, where, get, get me away from these damn sewing challenges. I can't sew. Yeah. And Miss Thing has, like, four sewing credits from Broadway on her resume. Right? It's like, fuck you. Yeah. What are you talking she about? Totally and she's like, I don't sing. I can't sing. It's like, uh, you do sing all the time. Like That's weird. And I, I hate I, Ginger Minj. Me too. So I was like, I don't, why are you lying? Yeah, why wouldn't weird. you be like, yeah, I can kind of sew and I'm creative, so I'm going to rock this. Like, the people who have been that way, like Bianca, have won. Mm-hmm. Like, like Bob, Bob was always like, well, Bob was unstoppable. Yeah, it's like yeah. I'm just here to win, and I'm gonna do it, and I'm gonna be great, and I'm gonna be confident, even if it's not something I'm great at, and it's just gonna that be... stand up heat, money in the bank. Hmm. There's also there's also something to be said for the fact that when they do a roller skating challenge, mm, that was, and when they're all waiting to go on the yeah. runway. and Robbie Turner's teaching everyone in backstage how to do tricks. Mm-hmm. Why was she up for elimination? Oh. That you know was I mean? the real one so where that, it's like, oh, they needed to let Robbie work those skates. Right. Who, who fell off the stage? She didn't fall. She jumped off the stage to end that performance of the roller skating. Robbie Turner did? Yeah. And she like, hit a light bulb. Fell. No. She All broke right. a light when okay. she like, came up the runway. And then she spinned. And then at the end of the song, she roller skated up to the edge, turned around, and jumped onto mats off the stage. Oh, okay. To she end the so performance. Good. But <laughs> obviously... Obviously, they do fake stuff. So, like, it yeah. makes me wonder, like, Trinity can dance. Yeah. Why did she yeah. say she can dance? I don't know. Yeah. So, I think she really made a ton of progress. Or I didn't notice she grew her a lot. lot. She really did. She flexed her writer's muscle. Yep. She just started out as pretty, and then she's explored her comedy and writing. And I don't know if it's enough to get the crown this year, because there's so many heats. Well, I'm worried, because said... RuPaul loves plastic surgery. I was just going to ask, I don't think that's true. No one who's had a lot of work done has ever won. Chad Michaels won All Stars. All Stars, but didn't win. RuPaul talks about how much she loves plastic surgery on her podcast almost every week. Really? Yes. But who has ever? Because there's been a bunch of queens that have had a bunch of work done. Yeah. And has none of them, other than Chad, who didn't win, except for All Stars, which is like a consolation prize. But that was whole season was designed just to give Chad Michaels the crown. It felt that way. Yeah. Well, then you could have just said Raven. If Raven had won, she's got a lot of work to do. Oh, Detox, top three. She... Detox is a little bit of reconstructive surgery. Detox, that's so true. Awesome. So she's allowed to get all the plumping she needs on yeah. every little uh, On her face, but like she's had her entire body done, too. Her whole anus has been rimmed 100 mm-hmm. times with child blood. So, I don't know. Trinity perfect. did really well. Yeah. And you can't... I, yes. I don't think you can say that she didn't. Like, no. She's yeah. not someone who's there kind of like... Flying by the seat of her pants and just like luckily got there. She did really well. She She's earned really it. Smart. Yeah. I feel like every season there's a couple of queens they've been letting season before they have them up, elevated to yeah. the main stage. And I feel like Trinity's been their ace in their pocket for a long time. Yeah. So yeah. let's see if she can clinch the gold. So then we have Shea Poulet. Oh, she came out so cool. I love yeah. her. She's such a good dancer. When they do a physical music challenge, she just becomes this goddess. I wonder, though, if she has, like, the real star power. Is she a wit? They usually want a quippy little mm-hmm. wit who can, like, beep, 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 banter, like, pong, ting, ting. She... I don't know. I mean, I don't think any of them that are there can really do that. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, but, yeah. 
but I think that she's got enough likability yes. and she's smart. Yes. Um, I don't know. I loved I loved what she did with her like construction worker. Yeah. Guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that looked cool, and she she's could delivered. she has an eye for like okay, her this is gonna look good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she, her moves are fucking. I mean, executive yeah. fashion. All those untalked moments where she's like, okay, now we're done. Yeah. Okay, I'm helping you. Okay, I'm not helping you. Just as important. Yeah. Uh, she exhibits some of that same confidence that Bob had. Yes. Yeah. And as like a personable person, like, yeah, having good boundaries, but also being, helping really well-intentioned with everybody. And I don't think she started, I don't know if I didn't see it on Untucked. I'm not going to watch Untucked anymore, but I am going to ask you to describe sad. it to me from okay. now on, Terry, because I've been having a great time <laughs> hearing your summaries. <laughs> Uh, without having to watch everyone pack their bags for five minutes while sad music plays at the end of every episode. Oh, God, it takes forever. Oh, here's my wig I brought. Here's Someone left wig. me notes. Yeah. Here's an old wig I found in the bottom of a toilet. So then my pick from early on, who's hung in there, who I feel pretty confident in, is Sasha Fuller. Yeah. She's become I love Sasha. hotter yeah. and hotter every time. She's like walking pop art. Her brow, when she lent that to her makeover person. So Scott doesn't like her because he's like, I don't think an intellectual person should describe themselves as intellectual all the time. Uh, <laughs> it, it's almost shrinky, the intellectual part. But I think that she, she knows that angle. that's what sets her apart. Yes. Yeah. And that it's like there's more of a thought process behind some yeah. of the stuff she does. Well, and, and I so think so. I don't blame her for emphasizing uh-huh, that. I think uh-huh. she's gonna a good job too because overcoming your shit a lot like is the narrative that they like on the show. And um, seeing how she could be too esoteric in her thinking and like go too far down a hole and yeah. that didn't communicate well. I think she's really learned that. Like communication, I think is something I have a lot of, uh, with art, I think art should communicate clearly, mm. and I think she's really grown in that sense, which yeah. is great. I, yeah. I was going to say, I think that her unicorn look kind of did that for me, mm-hmm. like, got that across yeah. really well, because she said it was um, inspired by the tapestry, yes. mm-hmm. and if you're like, don't know what that is, you're yeah. like, okay, you get that maybe her dress looks like a tapestry, uh-huh. but like if you know the actual unicorn tapestry that she's talking about, you understand why there's blood on her horn and why, you oh, know, like, like a specific mm-hmm. one. Right, yeah. Well, she's and that... really sophisticated and influenced by art, all kinds of art, pop art and old art. Well, she's an artist herself, yeah. like yeah. A, a visual artist, not... Yeah, an illustrator. Yes, an illustrator and a she graphic designer. Uh, yep. I just learned from you what's mm-hmm. it called? Velour. I yes. wanted to say too about the tapestry thing because I didn't just see that and know it but as soon as she said that I was like oh right mm-hmm. but it still looked cool even if just you didn't know it at all right. yeah it was it unique and it really was really cool and it was uh, compatible like as a visual vocabulary thing the with, most like, sophisticated imagery. on the floor she could be done by Andy Warhol 20 different yeah. takes she's ready for every artist's interpretation and she knows her own branding and she's a cool person mm-hmm. she's been easy to get along with she's not evil at all yeah that's what I was going to say about her is I think she's been very smart and strategic this whole season because <clears throat> if she in the beginning like came in bald with a crown and that's mm-hmm. how she ended the yeah. season because that's her signature look yeah. and she's a bald queen like Angina mm-hmm. but yeah. anytime someone comes on the show and they have a signature thing they do like Max in her gray wig every right. week uh-huh. Michelle Visage is like I'm gonna challenge you to wear a different color wig, or if you're milk, I'm going to challenge you to do Glamazon because you never do a Glamazon. Yeah. And the minute that people listen to Michelle Visage, yeah. they go home. Uh, you think? Every single really? time. Max wore a black wig and she went home. <gasps> uh, milk put on 
Glamazon bow wig went home that episode. Aww. Every single time you listen to Michelle Visage, you go home. Okay. So, Ooh. think about that. What's interesting about Sasha is that she didn't wait for Michelle Visage to say, you need to wear a wig. Yeah. In the second episode, she put a wig on. Okay. And she's worn them in challenges, and then on the runway, as many times as she could, yeah. she came out bald. Okay. Or, failing that, with a hat yeah. and underneath. That right. hat counts as a, or a house. tiny house yeah. to represent the millennial home market. But that shows, like, a willingness to, like, adapt and, like, she's, she, what I hate about somebody is, like, if they go on Drag Race and they're like, well, I'm just, this is who I am, though. I'm just going to wear this, right. like, not hair, because that's what I do. Yeah. And then it's, it's like, but do you know where you are? Like, yeah. that's what you're going to get asked to do. Like, Fergie. So she brought wigs and Fergie wore wigs, and yeah. she's yeah. like, yeah, I'll wear a wig. Fine, that's the challenge. But, yeah. like, if I get to do my own thing, yeah. then this I'm not going to. the real me. It's like being an artist when you, like, do something for a client right. versus when you do, do it for yeah, yourself. Mm-hmm, totally. Well, and maybe that's get... why she understands that. Exactly. Yeah. It's really great to see an art queen go this far. I would have no problems if Sasha won besides me owing Ryan a damn yeah, you're pie. You're going to a pie, motherfucker. Well, and also, like, <laughs> knowing, being on a competition and understanding, like, what challenge is going to be brought to you and, like, stepping up to the challenge, you know? Mm. So then, finally, we have Peppermint. All right. She, I like her a lot. Yeah. She's charismatic. Mm-hmm. She's Super charismatic. gorgeous. She's yeah. brought in a lot of times. I was surprised because I didn't notice her as much at the beginning as a lot of the queens have yeah. been this far. I think their, her turnaround moment was uh-huh. her club kid look. Yeah. Well, that Britney Spears Sick performance. That too. too. That absolutely. Yeah. It was the one and the two. The club kid was when she had actually like a peppermint. That was amazing. On her yeah, that was very cool. She looked like Candyland. Well, she had a peppermints on her like yeah. head and on her shoulders and carrying one here. Like, yeah. but the Britney Spears turned me around because she. That's when Nina's complaining because I want black China. I wanted to be black China. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. And it's like, okay, just the role that you're given, do it and Make do it, it work, great. Yeah. And. Like, Peppermint, like, a larger trans black woman is given Britney Spears. Exactly. Yeah. And she was like, cool, what, all right, I guess Make I'll do it. Work. And she, yeah. and she was stood awesome. It out. Yeah. yeah, it's about taking that left curveball and making mm-hmm. it yours. That's where they really want to see your And Shay did that a lot, too, because mm-hmm. she was like, fine, I'll play the old Grandria Zucker woman. because Grandria. That was unforgettable. Yeah. Because so-and-so didn't want to do it. And she's like, yeah. fine, I'll do it. And she was the most memorable one. Shay Poulet, again, yeah. didn't so want to do it. So I think they share that in common. Like yes. Peppermint has this willingness to be like, well, fine, I'm going to do it then. Like, that whatever. That is star quality. Well, and, a, and a, a level of performance, too, where you can, like, rise to all these different challenges. You know, the times that she's had to lip sync, she's performed really great. Uh-huh. She, like, has a bunch of cool dance moves. Yeah. Some of the better ones this season. The dancing. So I didn't know until you told me that that one old, the Alderson busted her rib, and that's yeah. why she gave up on that lip sync. Well, that's a rumor, too, right? It's a rumor, but I think that's probably some truth. Is it a rumor, or is it like Fleetwood Mac rumors? <laughs> I don't know. That good. I think it's that good. Oh, yeah? Yes. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think we can all agree, all of them are awesome. There's no one that we're like, fuck that queen. No, and, those went home. <laughs> yeah, and there's nobody that I would be, is there anyone I that there's no way you can see that they'd win? No, I wouldn't be surprised if any of them won. Yeah, me too. But, um, at first... I didn't think Peppermint would make it. Me too. I'll give a good that. I thought thought that about Trinity too a long time Uh, ago. I don't know. A couple episodes ago, I was like, Trinity's going to be top three. I felt like that a couple episodes ago, but six episodes ago, I wouldn't have even registered Trinity. Um, I think that's because six episodes ago we were all on the Valentina train. Oh my god, Valentina, what a star. And again, once she left, you were like, yeah, Trinity. 
Well, once she you left, know? I was like, it's anybody's game, and I was do excited you... about watching it in a way I haven't. Maybe you... that's why they did. Do you I remember think the so. Untucked, where like Trini was saying who her strongest competition was, and Valentina was right there, and she was like oh, yeah. shading the fuck out of her face by just being like. Peppermint. <laughs> it was awesome. See, it sounds like you need to watch them. Well, no, again, I, I just like skip the beginning and the end. Yeah, because good dun, lord. Dun, yeah. Dun, dun, so we'll start with Terry. go down the okay. line. Who do you think is gonna win? I can't say. I, I, I don't know. I think Trinity has a really good chance. Of that that's like, winner. if you had to bet. If you were in on this pie, yeah. if I had way, to bet, if you had to bet today. now, and you got to pick whoever you wanted, you guys can repeat anything. I don't know because I know that after season one and two, a lot of people complained that RuPaul was just crowning black women oh. winners, and so then Raja, also a person of color, uh-huh. wins. Um, but I mean, fuck white people. We right? Yeah. Like, I don't, exactly. And so it's like a bunch of white winners, right? Alaska was white. Jinx sure, is white. Sure, well, Alaska enough. won. All stars, constellation. Oh, Press. who won? But Sharon is white. Sharon is white, the, the and Jinx, Jinx. and Jinx six. Bianca's Latina. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, just seriously, Violet's white. White, yeah, we've had Bob. Bob. Bob is but white. But the reason I say that is because <laughs> then I'm like, Bob is like. Well, Shay wins. Bob won last season. Like I don't know. I yeah. like American Earth. Idol for a few years. Like they, you know, they had. A white girl win, then they had a white guy win, then they had a black woman win, then they had a black guy. Win. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they always try to, to yeah. hit all. So the I always that's what it always yeah. goes through my head, and I'm I like, I don't think that show owes anyone anything at this point, though. Yeah, I don't. It would be a I big deal if a trans queen won. Though. That's that's why I that think she made heat. it to the top four, mm-hmm. and so she has a chance to win. And I think that I think she made it though because she competed really. She I, I'm not going to say and... demographics. Got no, her, I, I agree with that, but I'm saying I don't think that that hurt her any. Sure. Right. Sure. It's a strike in her favor, yeah. and I, for one, am glad there's more in play than just, you know, old blahs. I think, I think representation is very important. Who was the queen from, like, season two that at the reunion was like, I'm trans, and it was like, who so are neat. you? It was like, who? I don't that, Okay, you. I have shit to say about that. Okay. That made me so mad. Why? Because that whole season, Raven and Mystique... No, not Raven. Mystique. Raven and Morgan. Mystique mm-hmm. is an X Man. Yeah, We're, she's also Mystique Summers Madison. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I <clears throat> so she's the one that said, "Bitch, I am from Chicago." Oh yeah. Okay. And she okay. two piece in a biscuit. That yeah. Was so that whole season, Morgan McMichaels and Raven. Yeah trash on Tatiana the whole season saying you just want to be a girl you're not a drag queen you just want to be a girl you just want to be a woman Uh as if it's this negative thing yeah first of all Tatiana's like no I'm a man I have a dick I don't want to get rid of it I'm a drag queen I don't care what you think about my aesthetic that that would be like them saying that to pheromone you know what I mean yeah like you just want to be a girl so, in the reunion, when Sonique's like, I'm just a woman. They're like, oh my god, we're so happy for you. I'm like, fuck mm. you guys. Well, it's fuck you guys for saying that. Like, more projection. Projection yeah. is always the shade. And Sonique was really mad Ooh. at Tatiana and came for her too because she was jealous that yeah. she thought Tatiana made a better woman. Tatiana yeah. she, you know, had some of that Valentina heat. Where it just I've just, always been a Tatiana I fan, love so Tatiana. fuck everybody who yeah. was all of a sudden on the Tatiana yeah. train. No. You I for All-Stars too. I had a first. You had a first. Uh, anyway. Dude, no, I mean, that, that was the first season I watched. I That was who I rooted for that season. Was Tatiana? Tatiana? I was very shocked. I was Tatiana and Jujubee. Those are my two. Jujubee is my girl. A little bit more. Love her lots. Um, at DragCon, Jujubee yeah. said that I looked like I lost weight, so I love her. Aww. <laughs> Did you get to kiss her on her head? No. 
Um, I don't, you know, I can't rightly say I think that Sasha's the most unique one uh-huh. that would... She's the you in... But I also don't know family. what RuPaul thinks she would expand her brand into. Popeye comic yeah. books. I mean, when is she... RuPaul getting to comic books? Well, what the fuck does anyone oh, even sorry. do with their, um... <laughs> like, one, what winner of the show... And we saw Sharon Needle do a concert or whatever, but, like, what the fuck do you even do if you're the winner, you know? Like, Jinx continually works... She does yeah. like her shows and stuff all the time that do really well. Is yeah. it like Bianca? Bianca if you a notice, movie. if you notice in the season eight premiere when they all have to do the photo shoot with the all the winners yeah. and Bianca's not there, she's a clown. Uh-huh. It's because she's the only one that's continually working. Okay, and so I think that Bob has like three movies that are coming out, oh, like, really? like cameos, and then like a uh, like I think an HBO series that he's got like a recurring role. Oh, so wow. like Bob's an actor, and yeah. Drew knows that like Bob's gonna work. Yeah, so I think. That's more than anything what's in RuPaul's head is which one of these queens is going to give the most exposure to the show. Interesting. And I don't know who that would be. That show doesn't need exposure. That show is huge now, isn't Ruse it? Ruse a monster. She's not going to stop until <clears throat> she pops. I mean, it is, but like not as big as some shows well, that are out there. So she may as well just try to keep. So you think that's her money? intention, though, is to build the brand of the show? Yeah. Like just trying oh, to get her trajectory. Huh. She's, she's so strong and isn't so amazing seeing her create this whole. World of Wonder. It, let me put it this way. If if someone's holding a gun to my head, I would say, Click. if RuPaul wants to expand her brand, she'd choose Sasha. Okay. If RuPaul wants to continue her brand As going is. the same way, she would choose Trinity. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. RuPaul wants a queen who's likely going to work and travel and do a lot of, get a lot of attention, she'd pick Shay. Huh. And she picked Peppermint to... To get all the trans people off her back. More inclusion and diversity, yeah. Yeah. To so, get to say she-male again. Yeah. Peppermint said it was okay, guys. <laughs> Who do you think's going to win, Carol? I'm going to go Trinity, because she's my really? bet. Cause, I, and because I can't choose anybody else. Anybody would be good. They're mm-hmm. all bright, shining stars in the cosmos. And I'll feel good if anybody wins, but because I want that pie. But we're not talking about who you want to win, even. We're talking about who do you think 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 will be not the least surprised if they win. The least surprised? That edges Sasha up, but I'm still going to take Trinity. Alright. Brand loyal. I'm working on my brand, too. (laughs) I think it's going to be Sasha. I would not be surprised if any of them won. That's why I'm so into it right now because I don't know it'll genuinely be a surprise yeah which it hasn't been ever I feel like it was when Tyra won because I didn't know who was going to win between Tyra and Raven and Jujubee I didn't know who was going to win and this it's so interesting what you said before about how like you know a few seasons you just like know who the winner is going to be because I remember watching the season six finale mm-hmm. and you know like Courtney comes out on the stage and you're like oh, okay cool whatever if she wins fine, fine and then a door came out and I was like oh man I I kind of want her to win That's that'd be I really thought. cool and then Bianca came out and I was like yeah. she's gonna fucking she win, to win. Totally. I remember feeling those exact three distinct mm-hmm. things and I think that's why they stacked them like that oh, yeah. in the editing they cool. had three great they should have ABCs of drag that see it, like adore Bianca Courtney they should have oh, done like that the yeah. ABCs of drag race yeah. reading is fundamental I think that I'm making bookmarks Jinx <laughs> did like a long slow underdog crawl mm-hmm. to the top like yeah. I think by the end it was obvious but it wasn't for a long time leading up mm-hmm. it's but, because they were so mean to her yeah. and yeah. she did water off a duck's back well and she had that sort of eccentricity too. like it wasn't clear like is this star power or is this like your thing you know and it sort of turned into it, star it power it made me so mad though because 
I don't understand. Okay, I get mad when someone like Coco Montrese is like, Lil Edie, I don't know what that is. I'm like, mm-hmm. you're one, you're a drag queen. Right. Two, Grey Gardens is not fucking new. There have been two documentaries. Mm-hmm. There's been a Broadway musical. Mm-hmm. There was a narrative HBO film with Drew Barrymore and Jessica Lange. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. You don't know this Grey yeah. Gardens that, like... Do some more. I would just so, play it cool if I didn't know. I but if you notice, like, Jinx <laughs> quoted so many iconic gay movies and things like throughout the whole season that mm. other people didn't pick up on but the editors did yes. and so when they had to wear those black veils in that challenge and then like pull them up and, their, and have their makeup and like right. Right, Jinx is wearing the black veil down and she's walking and she goes do you remember where we parked the car which is from Death Becomes Her right. and like nobody else caught this shit and even the other drag queens didn't catch okay. it so I was like she has to she's going somewhere yeah. it's the real brains and yeah. the real history and the real knowledge I do that think can being smart. You is a way to win. Oh, I think, yeah. yeah. The and smartest queen has always won. Like, Raja was the super smart one and knew how to do a show. It's about being um, smart and pretty at the same time. Like, you have to use your smarts. Bian- I don't think anybody was smart. Bianca. Yeah, probably season, ever, right? Bob yeah. was super fucking Bianca's smart. Too. I mean, that season, yeah. yeah. Bianca's smart as a wit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so quick and fair. Because if you're smart, like, it's yeah. easier to be funny. Yes. Yeah, totally. Yes, exactly. Funny is a cerebral exercise. So, I like, though, that we don't... There's... Because it's hard to if tell. it had been last season, it'd just be like Bob, Bob, Bob. That's it. Oh yeah. yeah. So um, Bob, 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 that's exciting. We'll see who it is. We'd be interested uh, if I wonder how many of our listeners are Drag Race fans who already listen to our show, uh, but, or if they haven't understood yeah. anything. I know yeah. this entire time. I know. But Welcome hopefully, we'll just people show. will search Drag Race. They'll stumble onto this. So before we get to our wrap up. Um, I have a photo here of Terry oh, from when you're four years old. Oh, no! Uh, Terry, what would you say oh, to four-year-old Terry? Four-year-old Terry? Yeah. Um, I would say that the Book of Mormon is not real. All right. Shots fired. Um, <laughs> and, um... God isn't real, number one. <laughs> yeah, that one, number one. Um, and, uh, maybe run away instead of going on a mission so that you don't have fucked up nightmares for the rest of your life. Um, And uh, don't spend as much time in California trying to get people to like you. Go to art school a little sooner so that you don't feel like um, you're behind everyone else in your career. Yeah. How about that? Oh, wow, that was real. I always call this segment of the show when they do this, how are you... No. When they go do the podcast, which used to be the Tic Tac Lunch, I call that How Are You Broken? Oh. And then when they do this picture thing, yeah. I call that How Are You Broken Part 2. Yeah. That should be your podcast spinoff, Terry. How Are You Broken? Yes. No. Amazing. Um, yeah. Everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Carol, I have a five-year-old picture of you here. That's the one of me, topless in a diaper with yep. olives on my fingers. On age five, yeah. Really big, chocolate-rimmed mouth. So what do you have to say to five-year-old Carol? Keep spreading your cuckoo. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Now I'll go a little deeper. You know, um, follow what you love, and that's mm-hmm. what's important. And there'll be people sometimes who don't like you, and that's their problem, you mm-hmm. know? And just do your best to be a good person. Think about what historically will make you feel the best. Achieve what you want to. Have dedication and strength and follow through. Check out art that you love. Follow what you love. Don't be afraid of meditation. Don't be afraid of yourself. And don't be afraid to find love and to let go of love when it's time. Hmm. Ride the train. Be happy. Do your best you. 
Keep spending your cuckoo. That's way better than mine. No, and we're both going to win. I will mine. say if I can back up yeah, a little bit. Yeah, back it up. It, the reason I love Drag Race more than anything, uh-huh. this is weird and I don't like talking about it. Oh. But the, <laughs> the reason I like Drag Race more than anything, because it makes me emotional. Feel. Okay. It makes um, you fucking feel in because, your cold, dead heart. It's because all of the like, RuPaul-isms that she yeah. says, yeah. and she has this amazing rant at the end of season one at the reunion. I don't know if you guys saw that. No. Um, Tammy Brown says, like, you all called me losers, and I don't see you walking children in nature. Like, it's an amazing quote. But she, and they're like, we never called you a loser, and RuPaul goes off on her. Uh-huh. And she's like, she's like, you're here today because you're a star. She's like, you forgot that, not me. Huh. And she was like, and she's like, it's not my responsibility to make you feel good all the time. She's like yelling at Tammy Brown. Mm, and like she's Tyra like, yeah, on that one yeah. bitch. <laughs> and she says, and she said, I never understood it before, but she was like, she's like, oh, well, why didn't you just tell me that I was amazing? She's like, because God damn it, you wouldn't have believed me, Dorothy. Mm. She's like, you had to go through it yourself. She's like, you have to walk through the fire. And after you do that, you can say, come for me, bitches, because I'm fucking fierce. Yes. And I don't mm-hmm. care what you say. And know her, like, her the whole, like, that combined with her whole, like, um, other people's opinion of me is, is none, none of my, of my business, business is um, directly Cute. responsible for me coming out to my parents. <gasps> oh, wow. Because I, because I was like, I remember when she said that, I was like, even my parents, like what they think of me uh-huh. isn't my business because, huh. okay, this is what I would say to my little self. Say it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, no, just because like as a, as a, um, a kid, especially like in a very religious household, yes. all I wanted and all I want out of life is to make like my parents proud of me but knowing that for Mormons pride is one a sin and two that the only that it would be easy to go marry a woman in the Mormon temple and they'd be proud but Uh it wouldn't be real it wouldn't be like real for me it wouldn't be who I am so because I'm gay they're not going to ever have that like let go of that right so I'd just be like don't care what your parents think and like do your own shit because like the show's responsible for me like starting to like not care like what other people especially I mean I care I want my parents to think I'm a good person and I want people that I care about to think I'm you know but someone's negative opinion about who they think I am like that's that doesn't mean anything it's not gonna stop your role yeah the other last thing I would say the little tiny baby me is don't be afraid to do long projects and to hold your own hand through it like I wish I had more books underneath me I wish Mm. I've been producing harder this whole time which is a folly of youth thing I'm fine I feel the confidence now and just if there's any young beautiful listeners don't be afraid to really Hold your hand down a long path. Take the criticism you get, but also mm-hmm. take the achievement. Ryan, look at this picture of you. Oh, shit. You're you nude on a scooter. <laughs> what am. are you doing? You're right out of the bath. Is this a picture from last week? Yeah. <laughs> what would you well, say to little baby Ryan Brennan? I want to say... No, if I was going to really do it, I would say... Um, I had very fixed ideas that were pessimistic Mm. and cynical about how things would work out for me. And I would tell myself that I was wrong about that shit, you know? Number one, you're wrong. You're wrong about everything. No, just to not be um, so defeated in your pursuits Mm. and to allow yourself to have optimism about uh, the, the fear that I felt growing up, which I think was motivating. But I think if I could be motivated by hearing from my older self, like, you'll get positive results from working hard towards your goals and not to feel 
doomed all the time, you know, trapped in your life. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that what's funny? Is that, like, RuPaul asks that question, like, if you had the opportunity, but, like, obviously we'll never get that opportunity. Mm -mm. And if we were able to do that, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be the people we are today. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's what's crazy. And that's why I never understood RuPaul's favorite movie, Wizard of Oz, mm. one of mine too. That's why I never understood that whole thing about, like, I was like, fuck you. You could have told her these shoes would just take her the fuck home, but she wouldn't have believed it. She yeah. had to go through all that shit to it's be like, oh, like I get it. That old you know? fable, have you heard the one about a frog who's slowly drowning in uh-huh. cream? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's heavy cream, and he can't get out, and he can't get out, and he swims, and he swims, and he drowns a little, and then he swims, and he swims, and he drowns a little. Finally, he finds Purchase. He springs out. He's able to climb and jump. He made butter. All his yeah. frantic flailing and whipping mm-hmm. made something yeah. of substance that he can grab onto. All the searching you do in that deep, dark cavern yeah. of self and life experience is something you can use to really make beautiful art if you take off your armor enough to feel it deeply enough to create it deeply enough. Yeah, I would say as a teacher, too, like when I teach yeah. high school kids, I really love that I get the opportunity to tell like a 16 year old like hey you're actually really doing something great in that I always am like you're gonna have to work really hard like you're not gonna coast your way through this but like being able to tell a kid like I can see that you have the ability to do what you want to do like if you apply yourself yeah. and don't coast like that is like a wonderful thing I feel like I, I had one you... teacher that did that for me and it changed Aww. my life yeah but it was in college mm-hmm yeah. And do you um, tell the kids who are just pieces of shit that you're going to draw it for toilet paper? No, I just don't tell them anything. Yeah. <laughs> I just, or I go, oh, okay, go cool. Go straight to hell, Nina and, you know, Bonina. Yeah. But I've never told a kid, like, fuck this. You know? Fuck you, um, kid. Okay, and occasionally great. kids go, oh, do you think I can do this? And you're, mm, you know. Maybe. Um, that happens to you. And adults, too. That's part of teaching, too. It's like, like, like to... you don't need anybody to tell you that. If you're going to do it, you're going to do it. Yeah, yeah. that's so true, That's too. the way to yeah. tell that's them that. the thing. It's be your own runaway train. The tingler, Chuck Tingle. No one probably ever told you just, everything you need from life you can it. learn from Sister Act 2 you're just yeah, like don't ask true. me if you want to be a singer if you, if you wake up somebody, in the morning you want to go somewhere, somewhere you better wake up and pay attention, attention. how well, come I can't quote Sister Act 2 but when know. she tells that when she tells that girl she's like don't ask me if you want to be a singer if you wake up in the morning and you can't think of anything but being a singer then you're a singer girl that's like, true yeah. like in the Johnny Cash yeah. biopic sing the song you want to sing with your dying breath yep. yeah well Terry though yeah. for what it's worth like I'm sorry you're Parents are failing you in that way. They're like, good. They're fine. I guess they like. I think my dad's secretly proud of me, but he can't vocalize. I that. think your dad's secretly gay, personally. There's that big thing with religion. <laughs> I think he is, but not secret. <laughs> religion, like it becomes like a pervasive thing where it's just a social construct, and you can't act outside of it when you buy into it. And then there, there's the people. You know, you lose track of your parents because they just don't relate to you for mm-hmm. a different reason. Like I wish my parents well, had a religion that made them so. I know it's it's almost like it's. It must be not to just wish not your nice, problems on but, me for fun. Well, that there's a construct <laughs> they buy into, and that's yeah. where their failing comes from, yeah. rather than it's just who they are. There, there's <laughs> like, constructs, but ours are less defined, right? And everyone, but I mean, it's, yeah. it's beautiful that you become this person who is so strong and powerful and represents so many other people. I know you have some big projects coming out mm-hmm. of the work you've done and the experiences you've. Well, had. let's do that because we're wrapping up now. So, Terry, um, yeah. where can I find you online? What might you be doing? Oh, be fascinating. I wrote notes. You yeah. can find me at terryblast.com. And I'm Terry Blass on Twitter and Instagram and all over the internet, just Terry Blass. B L A S. Are you working on anything specifically you want to tell us? Um, I am working on some stuff I can talk about. Tell but right. my debut graphic novel, oh. Morbid Obesity, will come out oh. early next year. Okay. Oh and so the Did cover's being done now. I wrote the graphic novel with Molly Muldoon. Matt Seeley's doing the artwork. It's okay. a murder mystery at a fat camp. Murder all right. Oh my God, I have 
Um, Super into it right now, yeah. But in July, I am doing pdxlatinpride.org. pdxlatinpride.org. And it's an event I just found out about where they're going to you know, give me a table and I'm going to sell my artwork. But it's a Latin event and also a queer event. Okay. And so if you live in Portland and you've been wanting like really good Mexican food, but yeah. you can't find it anywhere, that's your weekend. All right. It's going to be July 21st through the 23rd. There's like a festival. They're going to have dancers and drag acts. And it's not just for Latinos. It's for like anybody who's queer, anybody who's an ally, or anybody who's... Loves Latino people, whatever. Yeah. But it'll be a really fun event. So I'm doing yeah. that in July. And in August, I'm doing the Boise, Boise Library Comic Con at the end of the month. All right. And what's your movie? I made oh, yeah. a documentary called Latter-day Glory, um, where I travel across the country with my friend Jonathan, and we interview gay ex-Mormons. Oh, you made uh, it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like thought you were in it. I am. But I thought, okay. Both. Okay. Um, and I'm doing, I think, some illustrations for it this summer, and then it should be edited by August, September, and then go into um, film festivals after that. But if you look up Latter-day Glory movie on, like, Facebook, you can mm. like the page and stuff. Okay. That's me. Damn. Well, Carol, can you yes. compete with that? Um, I can't compete. You just threw a lot of shit at us. We're I know. <laughs> I don't want to necessarily win, but I can compete, because what I'm doing is a game. Oh, yeah. Uh, for yeah. those of you on my long journey, you may have heard about Pitch Please, the game mm-hmm. with a 60-second screenplay. It's very fun. You get a movie cliche deck of 53 cards. You get to play against each other. It's like Cards Against Humanity, but mm-hmm. more fun and challenging. So it's like nice. a party card game? Yes, party card game, easy hand. It's improvisation. Yeah. It incentivizes amusing each other. And anyways, that is all on Kickstarter. Just look up Carolyn Maine and Pitch Please. C-A-R-O-L-Y-N-M-A-I-N, like the street. Carolyn Maine on Twitter, Pitch Please. Yep. And we just already are like five days out and we reached our first stretch goal. We are mm-hmm. funded, so this will definitely happen. And the funding that we're going to do is seven a week of live pitch please play days around Portland. Mm-hmm. So look for me at your local establishment. I will just play the deck. We'll put it on Kickstarter Live. It's going to be very fun. Well, it's cool because if you yeah. uh, contribute to it now, you're just definitely going to get the thing. Yeah. Like someone, I saw someone deck. posting like, "Oh, I donated to this," and I was like, you're, "We're not donating. We're just buying it." It <laughs> like, is yeah. kind of commerce. Yeah, I spent all the time finishing all the illustrations, which took me forever, Whoa. instead of doing them after it got kickstarted. Yep. So mm-hmm. I won't disappoint the audience. So feel free and safe to contribute now. And my next stretch goal is very exciting. It might be a spinoff. If we get up to 10,000, there will be at least 10 episodes of a Pitch Please podcast. Oh, cool. Yeah, with the River City Podcast Federation. We'll have artists and cartoonists and writers and comedians of Portland. So look up all things Pitch Please and back Mm -hmm. me now, baby. Awesome. Do you want anything else? Your Twitter and stuff? Uh, Yeah, Carly Main at Twitter and Carly Main on Facebook. And you're also promoting Pitch Please on there, too. So if you follow you through those, you can just probably click a button. That's a link. And you you don't even have to Google anything. Yeah, don't even Google. Cool. Well, as for me, your host this week, uh, Ryan Alexander Tanner, I have a website. It's ohyesverynice.com. O-H-Y-E-S, verynice.com. I don't think I'm promoting anything right now. So that's my Instagram and my Twitter. Um, I don't think you can really see my butt on those things. But I'll think about that. Do you think that would would get more followers? Yeah. Do you think it would get more listeners if there were pictures of my butt? Yeah. Make a video yeah. with all this audio. But like in an outfit like Trinity Taylor would wear. Okay, oh I can do it. God. I'd have body, to... Body. I'd have to... <laughs> maybe do a little airbrushing. But yeah. that could work out. As for the show, <laughs> a very special episode. Our website is a very special episode, podcast.com. You can stream every episode ever on there. 
on you can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash pod, where you can interact with us and stuff. You can say what you thought, and we'll get it immediately. Our Twitter is at pod, and you can email us at podcast at gmail.com. We got it in the mailbag, man. Let's open our bag. Yeah, we got to open our bag and look at it. You can... Uh, stream or download us at iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, and Stitcher. We're available through all those, and you can leave us perfect review scores on all of those, too. Mm-hmm. We only nice. accept perfect scores. Thanks for listening to our show. Our next episode will be in two weeks, and it's going to be about Spider-Man comics. Ooh. And trying not to get molested or no. being on drugs? It's drugs. Teamwork? It's drugs. drugs. It's about drugs. I believe it's Harry Osborn does acid, but I think maybe there's some drug acid's dealing, too. Acid's cool. Yeah. There should be a positive acid comic book. So that'll be me and Spider-Man. Austin returning, and a really special guest, Ooh. actually. Uh, it's not Lady Gaga, and it's not Terry, but it's someone else. I'm not that special. No, it'll be no. A very, it's actually a really cool guest. Um, <laughs> and that'll be the first time we talked about a comic book, I think. Right. We're going yeah. to the written page. That's exciting. We are. So until then, sachet of Away. Bye. Keep spreading that cuckoo. <laughs> yeah, that was this ABC on your home PC with some VIPs of SBTP. Was it Austin G, Dr. DB, RAC, or the C What the heck was with that TV? This podcast is kind of funny. Excuse us all, because we gotta go pee. That was a very special episode We dissected that shit from head to toe Did the time fly by or was it slow? Got so many life lessons Oh, how we've grown Seen so much TV that we're gonna explode Next time on a very special episode